Cloud Nine's winning the event. Everybody can go home now. Have a great show. Bye bye. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HGS Pro Talk, your weekly Alien Sports podcast. My name is John J.K. Jake and Friends. We got joined by the man in the fucking aha hat, Will, aka I'm Mr. Ram. Will, this is episode 232 for the week of April 24, 2022. The title of this week's episode is HCS Kansas City Preview. It's our pre show for HCS Kansas City Major, but I will already introduce you. So, Will, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm just rocking the aha hat. <laughs> it's AHA, Adult Hockey Association, and it does say uh, champions across the top. So, Oh, eh. fucking excuse <laughs> me. Whoa. <laughs> this motherfucker. Yes, I'm wearing an aha hat. It says Adult Hockey Association, and it says champions. Fuck me. You're getting Whoa. it right. Holy shit. No, just <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I am great now, Will. Wonderful. Yes. Uh, you know what? I, I have it included in the shout-out section of the show, but fuck it. Let's open up with it. You are the AHA champion. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Won some, won some hockey games. Won a hockey game. Was, yes, but it had, it had been a long journey leading up into this point. Many years fighting to get to this spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, the team has been in existence for 10 years. I've been a part of it for six to seven years. Uh, we made it to the playoffs a few times, but this was our first like real championship run, and we, we took it home. So it was, it was good. It was a long fight, but we got there. And now the question is, is uh, am, I, am I coming back? Because I might have to move a division. I might have to retire because of my old knees. Uh, we, we don't know. <laughs> we'll leave it there. 30 just hits different. Yeah. You know? yep, yep. You hit 30, you start falling apart. It fucking sucks. Like, oh, you guys just play video games. Not that fucking hard to be 30 years old. Will actually does sports. I don't, but so my, my blame is like, you know, I'm just old and brittle. <laughs> Will's like a sports man. Well, yeah, a little bit. So he gets beat up on the ice and shit. You know what? Regardless, wherever you go, staying in the current division, moving up a division, you'll still be the best player on the team. So it doesn't even fucking matter. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Josh, what do we got on this episode? Well, before we actually get into that, I want to give a shout to people who are tuning into the live show. Welcome. Hope you guys are having a great night. Uh, Martin Ohms, Voodoo Man, of course. Love you. Uh, Justin, you're okay. And what's up, Shot? <laughs> Welcome back as well. I'm just kidding. I love you too, Justin. Um, Martin says, it's a champion now. Respect a fellow Max lover, Kappa. Ew. He, Okay. Max Verstappen. Verstappen. You think after winning a championship, uh, he would calm down a little bit? No. No, Max. No, Max. No. Uh, He's still whiny. I thought that was going to... I was rooting for Max because he was the one who had the potential to upset Lewis. Sure. But now that he was there, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Hey, Christian, put your boy in line. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding. You're just as much of a whiner as he is. So G- give Checo the better car. Come on, we all love oh, him. Oh, please, please give <laughs> Checo the better car. Better car. Better car. Please, please. Oh, love Checo. Um, on this week's episode of the show, Space Station makes an addition to their roster. Kind of a cool but weird one. Talk about that. Uh, King of the Hill competitive details are released. The Kansas City Boot Camp gets an upgrade. 
roster shakeups heading into KC. Tournaments are recapped for the previous week by Will, of course. Our topic of the HCS Kansas City preview. We have a lot to talk about in terms of the event, so stay tuned for that. And then, excuse me. And then, and then, additional modes in the roadmap for Halo Infinite 2022 has been released. Yep. We'll talk about that. Will, let's get into some competitive news. Hey, Dana Hive update. This fucker man puts out updates every single day, it feels like, which is awesome. We love to see the updates. But here's another one for you from Halo Data Hive. New update pushed to the site on the series summary page. Panel showing what map and game variants the teams are currently playing. Team stats have been added. And on the player stats table, you can now click the player gamer tag and be taken to their stats page directly. That's fucking cool. Next news story, Lennox teases. This is by Lennox, and he states, trying to do better than the game battle days. $2,000 prize pool for a weekly one-day tournament, $5,000 prize pool for a monthly, and a $10,000 prize pool for a three-month recurring season final. Would you join a quote-unquote league if this format was applied to your favorite competitive title? Halo Infinite, perhaps? Well... You should let Lennox know when his uh, replies in the tweet. Series 2, or Season 2, Modes Preview. This is by Alex Wakeford. So if you you, uh, are a uh, consistent listener of the show, you'll know that I usually split these blogs up in two sections. One for the competitive aspect, which we are primarily talking about, and then one later on in the show for just overall general, right? So I did that the same thing here. So for the season two modes preview, let's talk specifically, Will, about King of the Hill, okay? So you know how the game is played, but there's a little bit of a twist to this one. A neutral hill spawns on the map, and two teams battle it out to control the hill and earn points, okay? When a player enters the hill uncontested, it is captured and begins earning one point per second into the capture bar. When a team's capture bar is full, they score one point and a new hill spawns somewhere else on the map. So, each hill now has a control meter. Teams fill their control meter when occupying the hill uncontested. Contesting a hill will pause control progress, like a stronghold, right? When a team fills their control meter, again, they only earn one point. Hills have a very quick capture time that can be paused by contesting. Hills quickly decay ownership back to neutral when unoccupied. Hills move only when a team has filled their control meter, quote-unquote, winning that hill. And then in ranked, the entire hill sequence is consistent in every match. In other words, it's a static hill rotation, okay? And matches utilize the objective clock mechanic. Like Oddball, the match timer only depletes when the hill is unoccupied. Sound good so far? Um, And then Heinz put out some ranked King of the Hill info. Four points to win. Okay. So four total hill captures to win. 35 seconds in a hill to earn one point. And the capture rate is static regardless of how many players are in the hill. So you can have one player in it. You can have all four of your teammates in it. It's still the same amount of time that it takes to capture the point. Okay. And then from Tashi, again, this is just reiterating a statement that has been stated by Tashi before. But... Catalyst and King of the Hill will go right into HCS when Season 2 drops on May 3rd. But, 
There is a little bit of clarifying information here, Will. Yeah. We'll be inserting King of the Hill into Quick Play and Ranked Arena, as well as featuring the mode in its own playlist for those that want to uh, purposely check it out. Catalyst will be immediately available in Quick Play with all modes, except for Strongholds, and in Ranked with CTF and Slayer. Um... Clearly, I forgot to put the other thing down that I had in there. Uh, oh, I know what I what I put in there. I'll try to get it back in there in the show notes I'm talking about. But uh, someone replied to uh, Heinz or whatever when he tweeted out that ranking of the Hill info. Someone replied to him and it was like, okay, so the blog says that in ranked that King of the Hill is not going to be on Catalyst. So what maps the King of the Hill going to be on for competitive? And he said, again, that there is a blog post coming out before Kansas City. So this week, in the next two to three days, that'll detail how split number two will work, including what maps and or modes will be removed from competitive. That's been hinted at. And what will be added as in Catalyst and then King of the Hill on specific maps. But as of right now, it sounds like Catalyst will, uh, King of the Hill will not be on Catalyst in competitive and definitely not in ranked. If you did have to remove a map mode combo from ranked, what would it be? Oh boy. Oh, uh, uh, bizarre CTF. Yeah. Yeah, I hope, Easy. I hope that's the choice they made. But, yeah. you know, it, it does create for some exciting plays and movement. So we'll see what happens. Yep. I just think that, to me, it, it, there's too many stalemated matches. Um, Too many matches that potentially go to overtime. It just takes forever. So I'd be, yeah, I, I think a lot of people even said that. Like, bizarre CTF is to get rid of. Um, So who knows? But we'll have to wait and see. But apparently that blog is coming out this week. And it has to come out in the next two to three days. So. The the one question I still have remaining about the King of the Hill. Yeah. If it's, say, say team. I know the question you're about to ask. Go ahead. Yeah, if a team's in the hill. Yep. And they get 20 seconds. They have, and another team goes in. Does it instantly deplete? Nope. You have to deplete have those to stay 20 in seconds. There. Yep. You have to stay in there and and you have to deplete it all the way back to a neutral state and then get captured again. Well, I guess you don't have to stay in there. You just have to keep them out Correct. of it. Correct. Yep. Got it. And they said that it'll quickly deteriorate back to a neutral state. Yep. All right. All right. Um. So yeah, there's that. And that's it for that story. So. HGS Kansas City Boot Camp gets an upgrade. This is by the Kansas City Pioneers. The Royals and Pioneers Boot Camp. In one of the industry's first crossovers of baseball and esports, the best teams in the HCS will come to Kauffman Stadium for a boot camp prior to HCS Kansas City 2022. Powered by BR Paradox, April 26th through the 28th. So yes, that starts tomorrow. It is being streamed. On the official Xbox channel, twitch.tv forward slash Xbox, so you can watch these scrims as they happen. Very cool. Very fucking cool. And the teams attending include Navi, Optic Gaming, Phase, 
Uh, United, Sentinels, G2, G1, and Quadrant. Oh, the Quadrant guy's getting in there. That's awesome. It is fucking awesome. And Navi as well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So really fucking cool to see a couple couple international teams making it in there as well. Really, really happy that it's going to be streamed. Um, And major, major ups to the LVT crew on making that happen. So big ups to you guys. That's really fucking cool. Uh, I had saved a tweet to include in the show notes um, about... Uh, like the, the one of the KCP guys, like I think the owner or co-owner of uh or co-founder of, of Kansas City Pioneers, tweeted out like massive shout out to the LVT crew um on working on something incredibly awesome behind the scenes. You guys are awesome, blah blah blah. And then the boot camp gets announced, and I'm like, you know, fucking brain firing on all cylinders. I just put two and two together and thought that that's what it was. Sure shit, that's what it was. So there you go. Um, but yeah, really fucking cool. Congratulations to you guys. Really, really awesome to see that. And I already tweeted it, but I'll say it again. You guys are doing incredible work. Um, keep it up. And I cannot wait to watch these matches. It's going to be something super cool to tune into for the rest of the week leading into the event. Um, just more stuff to talk about, more stuff to watch anything and everything competitive. Halo. Love it. Um, how about some split two uh, points for HCS? This is my Heinz. He states based on your feedback. The split two points decay will happen before the Kansas City Major and will be a decay of 75% of your points. This is a change from the split one points decay where it was a 90% decay and none after the HCS Raleigh kickoff and done after the HCS Raleigh kickoff major. So things to know regarding this adjustment. This will have no effect on KC seeding. Points from KC will carry over in full to split number two and this change aims to emphasize land placements and season-wide performance. Okay, so place well at land, you get a better seat. Or just more points. And then, this this is what I was fucking saying, right here. Uh, the blog is still on track, this is by Heinz. So, Brutality was the one that replied to Heinz. And uh, he says, can you tell us which maps it will be on? Blog said Catalyst will be Slayer and CTF. And Heinz said that info will be released before HCS Kansas City as part of a separate blog. So again, in two to three days, that blog should be out. And that's it for... The competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by Noob Combo. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo Sports needs. And and some merch too if you want to buy that. Fuck you, Maddie. Uh daily tournaments, UMG Daily Tournaments and First Blood Daily Tournaments on Monday, April 25th. That's today. The uh Padia Circuit split number one begins. It begins today. Tuesday, April 26th, we have the Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday season final invitational. And the Halo Rec League FFA Series Chumps finals as well. Wednesday, April 27th, we have the Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4. And then on Tuesday, April 26th to Thursday, April 28th, we have the Royals and Pioneers Boot Camp, which, was, which we just talked about. And then, of course, on Friday, April 29th to Sunday, May 1st, we have the HCS Kansas City Major which we'll be talking about later on during our topic of the show. Well, that's it for the upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Will, what do we got next? Roster Mania! Some Roster Mania news. Uh, a decent amount coming at you as well. So we'll start off. Space Station Gaming has signed Kurt Benkirk 
quarterback for the Green Bay Packers as a content creator and alternate for the SSG Halo roster. Backup quarterback. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they still have Jordan Love. Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. So coming from a Viking fan, this hurts SSG credibility for me. But it is cool that there's a little NFL Halo crossover going on. And nothing against being the backup quarterback. That was just a little dig. I have nothing against him. And I think the I think the pickup is cool as well. Yeah. 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 Um next up, Burton Show Shocky? Shoku shot Shokoi. Uh Pac Mandela and Ikshana are a team named Sniping Lies. Um, Complexity finally officially announces Monster to the roster. So I'm playing with them for like over a month. You know, the, the official announcement yeah, finally came through. Yeah, the official announcement finally came through. It's been a while. <laughs> Since uh, I've been. Cycle, Carmea, Piggy, and Neuronical were picked up by a familiar name, Luminosity. So we'll see what happens there. Luminosity was in and out during the H5 era. We're going to have a new segment on the show, Will. Okay. It's going to call it's going to be called uh Did they stay? Orgs then and now. <laughs> yep. Yes. Where are they now? Luminosity uh, Gaming. Whew. That could, you know, there's been a lot of orgs that have come in and out of Halo. There's there's a lot of story there. You're, there is. There is, and that's why it's I get the whole like I mean, you think about Ninja was on that Luminosity Gaming roster a while ago. That he was. Um, he was a content creator for them for the longest time until he blew up. And then he just made his own shit. So, I mean, hey. Good for them on being back. Uh, the the coding that's not an actual coding looked cool um, in their little teaser that they had. Oh, yes, yes. That but good. my question is, how long do they stay? I think if they become a partner team, they'd have more obligation to stay and more reason to be around, but let's, and that's, that's up to them and their commitment and what, what they provide to Halo, what Halo provides to them. And that's a good point too, because uh, I think Tashi even said that that's the whole goal, right? Is that we only want to include organizations that will be here for the long haul. Yep. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're the best of times. They're the worst of times. Don't fucking leave. Don't be that dad. Okay. Don't okay. be that dad that says they're going to go get milk and then never come back. Oh, shit. Don't you fucking know, you do know, it. You know, you saying the best of times and worst of times reminded me of the Chumbawamba song, Tub Thumping. That's exactly what I thought of when I said it. Perfect. And, you know, that's a perfect analogy for Halo because we get knocked down. But we get up again. Never Ain't gonna, nothing's going to keep us down. We get knocked down. <laughs> we get back up again. <laughs> nothing's going to keep us down. I All took right. a whiskey drink. <laughs> Take a lager drink. <laughs> Take a cider drink. Take a rocket drink. Anyway. Uh, speaking of liquor, you might need Pissing someone after this story. <laughs> Esports Arena. Yeah, yeah. Esports Arena stuff. This is from Fluriously. And he states on Twitter, I believe, this yes. will be the formal announcement that my team, Fluriously, JK7, Gold Star BR, and Diagram, will not be representing Esports Arena Blue at the upcoming HCS event in Kansas City due to an unfor- unforeseen circumstance. 
The organization decided that it was in their best interest to withdraw all support from ESA Blue less than a month before the event. The issue nearly chalked us from attending the KC event as a whole. I asked if this decision could be reversed somehow, and the response I received was to play like your life depends on it, and maybe we will reconsider it. Regardless, this is not how we want... Hang on. This is not how we expected to be treated as signed players from winning their East their Series E tournament. However, thanks to the support of kind people in the community, we were able to s- scrap by and make the event. Shout out Spartan and Tolik. From a horrible situation to a redemption arc, I am content with what we have as a team. I am struggling right now. Words are hard. <clears throat> for those wondering about the details, we will announce them post-KC. Until then, thanks for reading, and we hope you can understand the situation. Side note, we will be paying... Playing under Tarnished for HGS Kansas City. Smiley face. Unless an org wants wants us. Let me know. And then... What if Tarnished was an Elden Ring reference? Oh, maybe. That's yeah. good. That's good. They're maidenless. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. From Esports Arena, they put out their first statement. And, it's, and it goes, Esports Arena's mission is to provide accessibility and opportunities to all esports competitors across the United States. We are proud to have 18 locations, 85 employees, and 28 signed pro players competing in Series E, all earning a monthly salary. We strive to have a fair and balanced ecosystem for all current and future competitors of Series E, which requires contractual obligations for mandatory attendance at weekly competitions. We look forward to continuing to serve the esports community and discovering the next best talent through Series E. For questions regarding Esports Arena and Series E, please reach us at contact at esportsarena.com. Okay. Um, so there's like at, 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 one sentence in there that, that piqued interest. Was the right? contractual obligation. Exactly. And then it was kind of silent for a minute. Yes. A couple days. Because the whole, the whole point, like that statement came out and everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Like doesn't tell us anything. No, but that one sentence was like, hmm, what could that be? So, a couple days later, Esports Arena posts another graphic, and it states, As a follow-up to our previous statement, we would like to add clarity on the Esports Arena blue situation. Contractually, Series E, in its current form, was built for the digital ecosystem and does not include any travel support. This is something we will be looking into and updating for all future Series E contracts, as it is clearly past due as the world continues to open. All contractual obligations, including payment of every kind, have been and will continue to be fulfilled by Esports Arena. While the statements above are true, Esports Arena still had the full intention of bringing a minimum of one team to represent the brand for Kansas City. The primary reason Esports Arena decided not to move forward with our only currently signed team was due to their inability to lock in a four-player roster and attend various mandatory events provided by Esports Arena for practice and additional funding opportunities. Series E will continue to be a system where players are able to compete and earn sponsorship opportunities, and Esports Arena will continue to grow and listen to the community in order to best support in this incredible, fast-moving industry. Again, if you have any additional questions, please join our Discord community or reach out to us at contact at esportsarena.com. After that, JK7 puts out, So why did you ask for our flight info? Get us a team pass and still drop us LMAO! He typed it in all caps. I had he to. He did. I had to. He did. <laughs> I appreciated that. Thank you for reading through that. Yeah. Uh, be, and this might just be, so here's the thing, right? If you have multiple people working on this, it could have been like, oh, intern or whoever, go ask them for their information before they got like the go ahead to send them. Right. Sure. Could have been that. 
they could have had all intentions on sending you guys at one point until you didn't show up. You didn't. I mean, clearly in that statement, it sounds like they did have full intentions of sending them. Yeah. And then it, and then they weren't, it says inability to lock in a four player roster. So they never fully committed a four player roster according to esports arena. Sounds like it. Yep. Did not move forward with their, uh, oh wait, that's the next line. (laughs) Um, attend various mandatory events. Okay. I imagine in the contract. Um, when they say mandatory. And it says provided by Esports Arena mm-hmm. for practice. Uh, you got, I mean, I get you probably practice on your own, but they want to see what product they're going to be sending and representing them. Yep. And additional funding opportunities. So streams, whatever, may have brought in additional funding to be able to sponsorship, sponsorship, supply this trip. Mm-hmm. Is it shitty that it happened so close to the tournament? Sure. From esports arena's eyes, you did not fulfill the contractual uh, agreements, uh, the obligatory actions needed. I don't know. It's 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 one of those. Uh, it's, at this point, it's just pointing fingers. Ready for my take? Sure. Uh, Fluriously and JK7's responses were childish in nature. They shouldn't have stated it the way that they did. They could have worded it a lot more properly to get their points across. Okay, I'm going to start with that. Um, in terms of esports arenas responses, their first one shouldn't have happened in the first place. Their first one was a non-starter. Whoever wrote that, no, Learn, that, that that felt like a get something out quick. But literally, learn from that. You you came out with your second statement, which was much better. But that first statement, learn from that. Don't do something like that again. Okay, sound good? Good. Second statement, much more professional. Liked what I saw there gave clear context from esports arena's point of view as to what had happened for their team. Okay. In that statement, it literally says while these statements above are true, esports arena still had the full intention of bringing a minimum of one team to represent the brand for Kansas city. The primary reason they decided not to move forward with our only currently signed team, which was esports arena blue, apparently was due to, like Will said, not able to lock in a four-player roster and attend various mandatory events. It's like not showing up for work. You're going to get in trouble. We don't know what those contracts included, right? We don't know. Right, right, right. And I still believe we don't know the full story here. While I did open my my statement off of by saying that Fluriously and JK7's responses were childish in nature. It's what it sounded like to me. It sounded more like venting than providing constructive, like what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Fluriously did state in his post that they will release the details after KC, whatever those details may be. So hopefully we have more context then. But then again, if it's a contractual agreement, I imagine there's NDAs in that contract. I imagine that you're not going to be able to say everything that you want to say. I don't know. I don't want to assume. It's just, furiously, I don't know how old you and JK7 are. Okay, that's none of my business, really. Like, honestly. But you have you have KC right now, okay? And obviously, that's going to be your guys' primary goal right now. It's to do everything you can to play the best that you possibly can at KC make a name for yourselves, push through, 
push through all the bullshit, play the best that you possibly can, get a good placing if you're able to, right? Awesome. What I want you to do, and I, you don't have to take my advice, I don't even know if you're going to see this, but regardless, to everybody on that team, take a step back after KC, think about what you want to say first, maybe have somebody read it over first, <laughs> And then think about posting it's it. Like an esports PR organization. We can make millions. Oh my God. Right. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Listen to us. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 Listen no. to the guy that swears and screams all the time. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, um, but, but so going back to Flurious is Flurious leaks. What, another gamer tag. Uh, his tweet, mm-hmm. like something here that he, he puts, like I asked if the decision could be reversed. And the response I received was play like your life depends on it. And maybe we will reconsider it. That's in quotes too. That's in quotes. But what did he say before that? Because if they came at them childishly, like that second tweet, if they were harassing them about it, if there was not proper communication, we're all human beings. If, if you're coming at someone irrationally, then they, they respond with that. Maybe it was a proper response in the moment. Sure. It's just, that it, again, it brings it back to the whole thing where like esports arena's first statement was dumb, right? Shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Clearly, like both both parties here are not communicating properly. Yeah. The best statement that's come out is the second esports arena statement that clearly laid it out from their standpoint what went wrong. But clearly, there's improper communication between both parties. I don't know if we're gonna get the full story, but the fact of the matter is. Fluriously in JK7, I, regardless of your guys' age, when I read your guys' statements, it, they don't sound adult in nature. Okay? I don't mean to sound like an asshole. It's just the way I read it, right? Especially JK7 posting all fucking caps. Okay? <laughs> they don't sound professional, right? So after KC, again, you're probably never going to see this, but if you do, JK7, Fluriously, Gold Star BR Diagram, Take a step back from KC. Really think about what you're trying to convey and have somebody look over a statement first before you decide to put it out there, but just give it some thought first, okay? I, If you listen to this show, you know I scream a lot, okay? Nobody's perfect, all right? Say things in the heat of the moment, I get it. Just take a step back, think about it before you post, Okay? That's all I ask. Clearly, we don't have the full story here. Uh, Maddie breaking some news. Uh, he says, not sure if you mentioned this, but there is a second boot camp taking place at level up, including Exet, Fanatic, Oxygen, Ascend, Jailings. Uh, I think it says Torrent, yep. Status Quo, Divine Mind, and others. Maddie, can you provide the link, please, so we can put it in the show notes as well? That'd be greatly appreciated. And I love you. I also said fuck you earlier, but I still love you. Um... Also, the, the last thing I want to tack on to this before we move on um, is that so Fluriously said shout out to Spartan and Tolik for providing um, funds to get them to go to KC, right? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. G- good on them for doing that out of the kindness of their hearts. Love that. Uh, the other thing is that Spartan, I didn't include the tweets in here. Maybe I should have, but I forgot to. My apologies. Again, I'm human. Um, Spartan had put out tweets about how I believe he had not been paid for an event yet. Um, that through esports arena, um, or multiple for that matter. I'm not entirely certain. Don't quote me on that. Uh, another thing is he basically called them out for being shady in general, like them just not being good in general. So I don't know the validity of that 
because I haven't dug into that. All I know is that Spartan put out statements regarding um, the, I'll just put it in quotes, shadiness of eSports Arena in general. Um, So there's that. Others have also come out and said similar statements regarding eSports Arena. I am not trying to blanket this or anything like that. I'm literally just conveying information that I saw. If you want to know more, go find that information too. Okay. Even eSports Arena's statement says all contractual obligations, including payment of every kind, have been and will continue to be filled by eSports Arena. Yes. So. Yep. But I just wanted to add that context as well because I I just remembered those statements. So there's that. Maddie, thank you for providing that link. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to open this real quick and then see if there's any more info. Um, so yeah, at level up arena, as a matter of fact, um, da, 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 da. the 25th through the 28th. So it is happening right now, right? Meow, right? Meow. Um, and then, yeah, the teams that Maddie had mentioned and replay stallions. Oh, the fuck they are, but there's that. All right. Let's go check that out too. I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you, Maddie. I greatly appreciate it. You're amazing. Um, Will. Ready? Yeah, ready to move on? I am ready to move on. All right. Let's get into, I guess you got scrim recaps before the tournament and league recaps. Absolutely. So scrim recaps, uh, again, for all your Halo statistical needs, I'm not going to make the joke that I made last week. Uh, you can go to halodatahive.com. Yes, you're welcome, Will. Uh, no, but seriously, Halo Data Hive consistently updating the website with new features. We literally just talked about one earlier in the competitive news segment. Um, go check out their website. You can even look up your own gamer tag and check out your own results from games. Uh, really fucking cool because guess what you can't do. You can't do that on halowaypoint.com. So on Monday, April 18th, complexity beat fanatic seven to five and the Pittsburgh Knights beat ascend nine to four. Okay. Tuesday, April 19th, Cloud9 defeated G1 8-5, to but the reason I called that out is because G1 took five games off Cloud9. That's pretty nutty. And then Ascend, okay. The only saving grace that this team has is that their merch, look, their merch just looks awesome. But uh, I said it before and I'll say it again. Space Station, you need to figure it out. You need to figure it out. Uh, this is nothing against Ascend, but I am not seeing anything to give me hopes in your team placing well at Kansas City because you got to beat in a scrim against Ascend 9-4. to four. Not to be outdone, um, Ascend also beat Fnatic 9-2. to two. For, guys, for those who don't remember, Ascend is the best team coming out of the EU region, basically never dropping a map in anything that they play. Um... They're just that good on that side of the pond. So it's just whether or not that translates to the North American side of things. And at least against two teams in scrims, it definitely feels like it. On Wednesday, April 20th, Ascend actually beat Complexity 6-3, to another North American team. But then Space Station were like, all right, Josh, fuck you. I heard you. You want us to play a game? We'll play a goddamn game. We'll beat Fnatic 7 to nothing in a scrim. So fuck you. You're like, yeah, fuck me. Good job, guys. But it's just a scrim. So, uh, just love the fake story you made. Yeah. You guys going back and forth that never actually happened. I just don't want like them to think that I hate them or something like that. It's just, I don't see the. I just don't see any progress. 
I just, but I, you want them to progress. Yes, absolutely. I would love, I would love for every series. I might, my brain would hurt, but I'd love for every series to be a game five. Like I, I love it. You know, it's just, man, they're just not there yet. But, uh, Sentinels me to send 11 to two on the same day. So there's that, uh, Pittsburgh Knights is legit. Said Timber can't make KC. Yeah, it's unfortunate. No, no. Also, welcome back. Uh, Thursday, April 21st, Sentinels beat FaZe 8-5. But then Friday, April 22nd happened. And uh, Snipe down, sat down, Snipe down, sat down to start a stream one day. And he thought about, he sat back in his chair and he thought about it and he's like, you know what? I'm fucking Eric Rona. I'm a sexy bitch. That's not a joke. He's a good looking dude. I'm better than what these haters are saying right now. All these fucking haters out here saying that I'm, I'm washed. I'm spending too much time playing Apex Legends. We're the Southern accent. Apex Legends. I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm fucking like this game. I like playing this game on stream. Fuck you. I'll do what I want. And God damn it. I'll beat Cloud9 in a scrim. Check me out. Seven to six. And they did that. Eric Rona. Sexy bitch did that. Seven to six. That's good. That. I know it's a scrim and I, the all jokes aside, like all, I mean it, all jokes aside. We're getting so close to Kansas City now. Any amount of practice that can come in is going to be good. Okay. I know scrims are scrims. And teams might not be giving it their all. That's speculation. But the fact of the matter is. That to me is progress. Whatever little. Whatever amount of progress that is. That's progress. And that's what I want to see. So good on face for taking cloud nine down in that scrim. Saturday, April 23rd. Oh, the memes were memeing, dreaming over on Twitter on this day. Did you see all this shit? No. So Ascend played Optic Gaming in a scrim. And uh, I forgot who it was. Uh, it might have been Wonderboy. Um, or no, it might have been Shirzy. I think it was Shirzy. Who like Ascend went 1-0, like was up 1-0 in the scrim. And then he's like, stop the, stop the results. It's done. It's done. We won. That's it. Then they went up 2-0 in the scrim. And he's like, wait, no, okay, we can stop. We're done. We're good. And then they got up 3-0 in the scrim. And then the joke was like, well, they won the best of five. So it's, it's over. We're good. And then Optic opened their eyes. Yeah, Optic were like, hey, yeah. Uh, and then they beat Ascent 7-3. So they lost the next seven games. Ascend, not optic. So there's that. Um, and then finally, uh, Sunday, April 24th, we had FaZe beating E United 9-3. to Now, Will, when we get to predictions later on in the show, you, uh, you have a team that has not been placing very well in scrims, placing decently well at Kansas City. Because, again, scrims don't mean everything. Yeah. Right? But, uh... That's a tease for later on in the show. Will, that's all I got for the scrim recaps. What do you got for the tournament Ooh. league recaps for the last week? 
as we have been, we'll keep on starting out with the Halo Rec League series. The FFA. Week six standings in 10th is Gish. Tied for 7th is... I'm just going to go with Jolts. Yep. F Daddy. Superman. In 6th is D-Man 8. Tied for 4th is Art of War and Paradise. 3rd went to Golden Guy. 2nd is Generic. And 1st is E7's Infinite. Keeping that top spot. And Rocking I think, and rolling. I think... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, because my brain went yep, there too. Yep. Rocking, oh my... Rocking and rolling. Down to the beat. I'm strolling. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, we're definitely getting DMC this... this uh, nah. Uh, Justin, we're going to talk about your question later on. Because that's definitely a topic of debate. Go ahead, Will. Moving on to the Esports Arena Series E results. We don't talk about this, Will! We don't talk about Esports Arena. Uh, yeah, we do. Fourth I is, fucking hate that fucking song. It was a great movie. Uh, fourth was Torrent, which was Filthy G, Aperture, Huss, and Hotshot Ghost. Third was ESA Blue. Uh, Krillzy, Fluriously, the Gold Star, BR, and JK. So Krillzy stepping in for... That may be that one. Anyway, second went to <laughs> Built by Gamers, King J, Boehm, Mines, and Nemesis, and first going to G9 and Phase, Falcated, Stellar, Boobadoo, and Eco. You good? I'm good. It's just like uh, that, that name, just an amalgamation of so many different organizations' names. Louis V. Titan, Money Tuesdays open. <laughs> and third, fourth, we had Street Runners, which was Too Nice and Paradigm. Uh, also, Team. Hatred, which was Hativ and Firebird. Fire! Fire! Second was Saurium, which was Nexisar and Ampium. And this team has been popping up a lot. I messed their... I, 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 it's hard to say this. It's Cinta Negra. I'm going to just call them CN moving forward because that's what's in front of their name here. So CN... I think you hit their name out of the park every time you say it, though, because I can't roll my R's. I just don't... It's tough. I have to pause. I have to think about it. It's but you do it, and you do it so well. Uh, it's Johan MC and Guardian Flies, I'm assuming, but he just Guardian this yes. time. Uh, next up, Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4. And third, fourth, CN. Uh, indignation. <laughs> Second went to Pittsburgh Knights, and first went to Fantasy Roster. Now, I would say that I wouldn't... Br I, fuck, I'm going to bring it up every single time until it's eventually fixed and it'll never be fixed, but fuck it. Hey! No players. Pittsburgh Knights and Battlefy, fix your fucking bracket on your website to include only the players who are playing on the fucking teams. This has been your PSA. Am I good? Yep. Okay. Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday show match results. Uh, Bound and Renegade went up against Legend and Shady, and it was a 4-1 going in favor of Bound and Renegade. They're undefeated. Titans in the Money Tuesdays events. They are. They're just that good. I was hoping that this was going to be closer than it was. A couple games were close, but, like, just overall, it's Bound and Renegade. What are you going to do? You know? They're the king of toes. What are you going to do? You're going to lose to the kings of toes, <laughs> bitch. 
<laughs> Throwing a bitch in there. Great. Yeah, I got it. You know, it's it's what I do. Um, Maddie says, LOL, I asked them about that, and they said the others are subs. And then when I asked about who actually played, uh, they said they can't find that out because the tournament was over. What the fuck? What? Uh, that's a kick W. <laughs> that's not real poggers of them. Very puppy hands. <laughs> well, we're 30. Okay. We're 30 years and old. Still, we're rocking and rolling with. I have to do it. Down to the beach. I'm strolling. The seagulls poke at my head. Not fun. I said seagulls. Stop, Stop it now. Fuck it, This is an off the rails moment if you've ever seen one. If you got the emote, drop it in the chat, baby. Oh, boy. Um, Will. Yeah. Topic time. <sighs> Great. I feel like you have a soundbite for that. No. <laughs> we have enough. That's the soundbite. No. No. Um, HCS Kansas City Major Preview. Let's get the fuck into it, baby. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Event information. Key info. The venue is the Kansas City Convention Center at 301 West 13th Street, Suite 100 in Kansas City, Missouri. Were you about no, to say Montana? No, man, no, no, because remember. <laughs> I'm so uh, fucking stupid, dude. I'm oh, so man. stupid. I see M.O. I see M.O. And my immediate thought was, that's Montana. <laughs> no, it's not. Fuck! 64105 uh, at Bartle Hall A. Bartle Date Hall. is April 29th to May 1st, 2022. It's a major global eligibility. The broadcast will be on Twitch and YouTube. There will be four, count them, four streams up that you can check out the content at. So do that. And the 4v4 prize pool starts, emphasis on starts, at $250,000. Get prepared for a tweet later on when the event's happening with an increase in the prize pool because I'm guaranteed that's going to happen. Here are your talent that'll be at the Kansas City Major. Us. Moving on. Just kidding. Uh, your hosts include Blaze and Lottie. And then your casters include, and there are a lot of them, Bravo, Onset, Clutch, Gaskin, Puckett, Walshy, Goofy, Shirzy, Shyway, and Tony. It's a lot of motherfucking casters because they have lots of streams going on. I'm fucking excited. Tournament format, there will be an open bracket, pool play, championship bracket, and an FFA. And then for the championship bracket, the biggest difference here between Raleigh and the standard major format for Kansas City is that the championship bracket will feature 24 teams instead of 32 making it more competitive coming out of the open bracket. Maddie, if you're still here, I'm hoping you can clarify some information here. Okay, here we go. HCS Open Championships, Will. Aside from the 16 pool play qualified teams, two teams from each region, eight total, will earn travel coverage to the Kansas City Major through the HCS Open Championships. These eight teams will play through the open bracket. 
Okay, so they do not get automatically placed in pools. Those eight teams include, at least according to the tournament results for each open, where the top two teams would receive travel coverage and get placed in the open bracket. Those teams include, from Australia and New Zealand, Divine Mine and BBR. From the EU region, Black Hand EU and Team Twisted. From the North American region, Complexity and G1. And from the Mexico region, Cinta Negra, or CN. See, I can't roll my R, so I'm not even going to try. And then Cruelty. But... I have here, I just have listed here that we interrupt this programming for a very rude interruption from Brian with a fucking resub. Why are you doing that? I'm just kidding. Thank you so much, Brian, for the 20 month, 21 month resub. I'll give you a woo in the shout outs. Um, but cruelty, I have listed here as one of the, as one of the top two placings in that Mexico uh, open tournament for mm-hmm. travel coverage, but cruelty is in pools. So Maddie, if you could clarify this, or if anybody can clarify this, I have listed here that team smog who actually placed third in that tournament might be the team that actually makes it into the open bracket and receives the travel coverage. Because like I said, unless something happened here, I don't know what happened here, but cruelty is in pools. Already. Interesting. Yeah. Maddie says he's not sure. All right. Brian says rude. He says canceling my KC hotel. Shake my head. That's okay. We have other friends there. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to see you, Brian. Fuck. Oh, fuck. fuck, man. I want to see you. It's rough. I want to see you. Rage. Yeah, I'm with you. It's harsh. <laughs> Let's move on. I can't, I can't wait to see everybody there. It's going to be so fucking fun. Um, while all teams are eligible, uh, I, I don't fucking care about that. We already read it. The prize pool breakdown. You fucking littering in this room, motherfucker. What are you doing? I thought, thought it'd be fun. Oh, the, oh my God. <laughs> prize pool breakdown. Halo 4v4 is, again, total of $250,000 for the prize pool as of right now. That's the starting prize pool. First place, $100,000. Second place, $60,000. Third with $30,000. Fourth with $15,000. Fifth through sixth, $8,000 apiece. Seventh through eighth, $5,000 apiece. Ninth through twelfth, twenty two fifty apiece. And thirteenth through sixteenth, $1,500 apiece. And seventeenth uh, through 24th, $1,000 apiece. And then the breakdown for the free-for-all, which is a $5,000 prize pool. First will take home $2,000. Second, $1,200. Third, $800. Fourth, $425. Fifth, $200. Sixth, $150. Seventh, $125. And eighth, $100. So many dollars. Important information. If you are going to be competing in the FFA, you can register. Well, you have to. You have to pre-register. So, heads up. If you plan to compete in the $5,000 free-for-all tournament at the HCS Kansas City 2022 Major, you must pre-register online before checking in on-site. You had to do this in Raleigh as well. There you go. You can go to the link that's included in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show, exclamation point, show us in chat, or if you're listening to the audio version, check out the YouTube out. It's in the description. On-site check-in is uh, Saturday the 30th at 6 p.m., 5.30 p.m. for VIPs. And the tournament starts 
uh, on Sunday, May 1st at 10 a.m. That time zone. COVID protocol. Masks are required at all times. You have to upload proof of vaccine or negative PCR test to the link that's included. Again, it's in the Google Doc, the show notes of the show, or you can go to the tweet, whatever you want to do. Use a phone number or email that is easy to access, and you have to have daily health screenings uh, via the above link that's, again, included. Okay? Um, yeah. Don't. The only thing I'm going to say, I'm only going to say this once. We all hate wearing them, okay? We know that. We all hate wearing them. But just don't be a fucking asshole, okay? Just don't. And if you have a problem with it, take it up with the take it up with the state, okay? I, I don't be an asshole. Don't be a shitter. Wear a fucking mask. It's a weekend. Get over yourself and get over it. Jesus Christ, all these people acting like fucking children. And then finally, making the open experience better. This is by Tashi Hines and John Perez. Um, Tashi literally just put out this tweet earlier today, and he said, open bracket competitors. I just talked to Heinz and John Perez about how we're improving the open bracket experience heading into HCS Kansas City. Be sure to give this a watch to get the details. So please watch that video included in the tweet. Because if you don't, well, you fucked up. Twitch drops. Will, you like Twitch drops? Yeah. All right. What if I told you there's a lot to get? Like a lot. Will, you like vehicles? No. Well, all right. So you can watch the HCS Kansas City Major to earn the Midnight Gold Warthog Coating and the Shush and the Shuxan. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that. Warthog bumper. That bumper looks fucking stupid. But that's besides the point. The skins look pretty decent. So you all you have to do is just watch for three hours total um, over at twitch.tv forward slash halo. Okay. Then Watch during the grand finals to earn the clean sweep weapon charm. Watch the grand finals for an hour. Twitch.tv forward slash halo. Watch the HCS Kansas City Major with any of the partnered co-streamers to earn the HCS Banners UI backdrop. Okay, so any of the partnered co-streamers, if you watch them for two hours, you get the HCS Banners backdrop. And then finally, watch any of the HCS grassroots streamers during their Make-A-Wish donation drive to earn the HCS trophy UI backdrop. You watch them for one hour, you get it. Pretty fucking cool. And then if the email that we received is correct, now I could be wrong in this, maybe they'll update this or whatever, but in the email that I received from purchasing VIP tickets. Um, it states that you have to fill, you fill out a form. It's like a Google form. Okay. I'll show it to you. I haven't filled okay. anything out, but uh, you fill out this Google form and it says that you get the, uh, you get the charm. Oh, nice. You don't get it all. You get just, the charm. Just the charm. Yep. So, oh, okay. So you don't have to watch during the grand finals to get that. If you purchase VIP. Okay. 
Will, I talked about merch. You know? You, yes. You like merch, Will? Who doesn't like merch? Who doesn't like fucking merch? Well, what if I told you that there's going to be more merch? Do you want more merch, Will? Kind of. I mean, he's getting a little spendy, people. Well, Snipedown's going to have his own merch. I did see that. Yes, this is by Snipedown. He said, it's about damn time. First sales will be exclusively at the Kansas City Land, and then will be released online at a later date. Big plans with this Snipe City Best City, baby. It's minimalistic. It's clean. I like it. So there you go. If you want to buy some Snipe Down merch, you can buy some at the Kansas City Land. It'll be there. But that's not all. Because literally, while we were recording this, the HCS Twitter account tweeted out the following. Fans joining us on site at Kansas City will have the chance to grab the exclusive event tee along with the rest of the HCS gear launch collection. And Will, that's the exclusive tee. It's very red. It is very red. Oh, boy. Yup. Yup. All right. But that's not all, Will. Because guess what? What was once exclusive is no longer. We're also adding more variants of the trophy logo tee, which will be available online along with the former exclusive HCS black camo hoodie. Why? Yup. Bummer. Yep. So they're adding a blue, a gray, and a red trophy t-shirt along with the formerly exclusive HCS black camo hoodie. Maddie says it's gross for the fucking, for the Kansas City t-shirt. It is. That's something. See, I have to get it because it's the event one, you know, not to wear, but just to keep. Um, But yeah, that is. That's yeah. That is a t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. Yeah. New more colors for the trophy t-shirt. That's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, formerly exclusive hoodie kind of defeats the purpose. What are you going to do? Will? you know, you win some, you lose some, but you know what? You don't lose that. Will. The HCS All-Star Showdown! Join us Friday night as Team Renegade takes on Team Lucid. April 29th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv forward slash Halo. Captains Renegade and Lucid will draft their teams live in Kansas City. There will be six players to draft from because obviously Renegade and Lucid will be playing. Okay. HCS are announcing a player a day and they've announced the first four. Okay. So there's two more players to announce tomorrow and uh, Wednesday will be the, those two announcements. But the first four players include snipe down Jimbo Jimbo tapping buttons and frosty. Hmm. Mm, indeed. So what I'm wondering is who are the last two? Yes, but I'm wondering which one of them because I would I would assume that one of them is going to be an Australian New Zealand player. Because you have you have your EU player, you have your Mexican player. 
Where's the Australian New Zealand player? And then probably round it out with another NA player is what I'd imagine. Or Maddie says barcode. Maddie, are you getting insider info right now? Or what if it would be, this would be something where you should like plug extremer or, you know, some, something else in like, Oh, instead of like professional players. Yeah, sure. Bring like a doctor disrespect on stage. Ninja. Ninja came back to courage and courage do without courage. Uh, or hell even bring ogre two back ogre two again, or (laughs) he actually wins this one. A couple of cast me- casting members get, sure. up, get on there, get some, uh, uh, see some shy way super slides. Oh yes. Oh man. He'd be flying. He would be flying. Hell yeah, man. Um, Maddie says, no, it just seems obvious. Okay. I can understand that. Uh, Justin said, so the hoodie I got, uh, so the hoodie I got, uh, you to get me is no longer exclusive. Neat. Thanks three for three for overstocking the line. <laughs> And then he says, hello to the person who gets taken last. So some they pull an NHL All-Star situation and give the last guy a free controller or something. They get a participation trophy. No, I'm excited to see who the last two players are that get picked. Uh, for the draft, that is. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. I, I would imagine that one of them is going to be an Australian New Zealand player. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Here's my question. Are they going to make it so? Because I assume that the last player is an NA player. So my assumption has to be. No, I agree. It doesn't have to be, but that's my assumption. My assumption is tomorrow will be an Australian New Zealand player and the last player will be NA. And I'm wondering if none of them are going to have to do with uh, Cloud9 and Optic. You know what I mean? Sure. You have a Cloud9 rep, an Optic rep, uh, a Phase rep, and a Sentinels rep. Maybe Spartan? Who knows? I don't know. I have literally no idea. All I know is that it's really cool that Jimbo's there tapping buttons there. Love that. Excited to see what happens. It should be a fun show match. Hopefully it'll be more even footing than fucking... That BTB one that took place at Raleigh. The Battle Bonanza? Yeah. The Big Team Battle Bonanza! Two. All right. We're about to get to our predictions, Will. Okay. Yep. But before that, I just want to go through the pools one more time. So in Pool A, Cloud9, Xset, Ascend, and the Chiefs. In Pool B, Optic Gaming. Navi and the North American eighth seed. Or is that ninth seed? Is that eighth or ninth? That's ninth. Ninth seed? Ninth seed. In pool C, United, G2, Quadrant, and Cruelty. And again, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that cruelty situation. And then in pool D, Sentinels, Pioneers, Jailings, and Knights. And then in each team, there will be an open bracket team that comes into pools. We obviously don't know who those are going to be. And then in the show notes of the show, we have the tournament uh, format or the layout for the entire bracket, how that's going to play out. And this is by Heinz. So go ahead and check that out if you're interested. Will! 
What are you thinking? Um, I really don't want to go piece by piece here. I feel like that'd be a lot to go through, and there's a lot of things that could happen depending on how pools play out where people get placed. Sure. However, I guess my top four, I would say I have Optic and Cloud9 is the top two. One of those will win it. Okay. I want I want the one who you think is going to win, though. And then, surprising to you, I think in the third, fourth, I have E-United and, and Sentinels. Um. With United possibly taking third, if because the way they've performed on land before, that's the one that, that's the one that was like weird for me. Sure, when you put United at they, potentially, but, but third. then look at what happened before Raleigh. They sucked at scrims. They were doing horrible. True, and they came in and ran Very ran true. with it. Um, I think the bracket favored them a little bit. At Raleigh, that is, that is what that is what folks said. Yep, but I, I, I don't know. I like to see them show up. Um. All right. Other than that, um. So I, I guess I would have Sentinels fourth, United third. Phase Clan could also break that top four too if they keep playing the way they did. But Optic and Cloud Nine, man. We saw Cloud Nine dominate at Raleigh. We saw Optic take in astonishing fashion the, the, the phase invitational. Yep. Um, that was the kind of hottest competition we've had since Raleigh. Um, scrims aside, you know, we you, you never know what's going on in a scrim. Our team's showing their true stats. Are they playing just to keep the hands warm? What's going on? But, man, I, I, I got to think the way that Optic have been playing, the way they've been showing – Recently, that they they they're gonna pull it out. I don't, I don't know. I think they might have the edge over Cloud Nine just a little bit this time. Then again, Cloud Nine may be not happy the way the Phase Invitational played out and come with some different strats or something different. Uh, but as far as I can tell, I think Optic has the edge, followed by Cloud Nine. I'm gonna put my upset kind of surprise team as United at third, and then Sentinels following. Okay. Josh is going to blow me out of the water now. No, not going to blow you out of the water. So, I filled out a bracket. A full one. I filled out a full bracket. Okay. But I'm not going to go through the entire thing. But what I will say is this. So, if you if you just want to follow along, you can, again, just look at the bracket that Heinz put out. And you can follow in terms of that. But I have Cloud9 and FaZe going up against in their first matchup in the winner's bracket. Okay? Or champ bracket, whatever you want to fucking call it at this point. And obviously Cloud9 wins that, right? And then Sentinels against G2. So now we're going to have Sentinels and Cloud9 going up against each other. I have Cloud9 winning that matchup because that just seems kind of obvious to me at this point. Yeah. Because Sentinels haven't really proven themselves yet. On the other side of that coin... Uh, e United are going to go up against Pioneers, how I have things going out. And then Pioneers I actually have winning that series. I feel that E United and the Pioneers match up pretty damn well against each other. But I think with the home crowd, granted, how much of a home crowd is it going to be? I don't know. 
but I just feel the energy is going to be with them more. And I feel the pioneers are going to win that series and send United into losers. Okay. And then Opti gaming will go up against ascend because I have ascend getting second place in that pool in pool a with sure. cloud nine or whatever. Therefore, like getting out ahead over X set, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So that could be a little bit of a shocker there, but that means that pioneers and optic go up against each other. And if optic are playing as well as we expect them to play, then I have them winning that series, right? Which would then bring us to a cloud nine optic rematch. Um, in the winner's final, which I have optic winning. Okay. I don't know how close it's going to be, but I have Optic winning that series. Optic are the first team in grand finals. Okay. Going into losers, we don't know who the open bracket teams are going to be coming out. I'm not going to speculate on that. No fucking idea who's coming out of that open side, right? No idea if it's going to be partner teams, if it's not going to be partner teams. Who the fuck knows? But what I do know is, is that J-Lings is not moving on. Cruelty is not moving on. The Chiefs are not moving on. Quadrant is not moving on. Um, and that's kind of where I have those teams at, right? I have Xset beating the North American ninth seed. I don't know who that team is. I have FaZe beating whatever open bracket team they face off against. Okay. So it's going to be FaZe going up against Xset. We know Xset beats G2 because I feel like this is exactly what I was talking about before. I don't know what is going on with G2, Fnatic, Space Station. No idea what's going on with their teams, but something is not clicking. They are not performing where they'd like to. We know that. They have work to do. I don't know if Kansas City is going to be the going to be um the tournament. Ninth seed is going to be Fnatic. Doesn't change how I feel about it. If that's the case, then I have Fnatic going up against Xset. I have Xset winning that matchup still. And then Xset going up against G2, and I think Xset beats G2. I just do. I think Xset won it more. All the all the jokes and shit about Kratos aside, like I think they just want it more. So I think they're going to beat G2. Um, which means Xset and FaZe are going to go up against one another, and I think FaZe will just... This will be a statement tournament for FaZe to shut up as many people as they possibly can. I'm not saying they need to, but they should. This this is an event where snipe down, you hear all these people talking shit about you playing too much Apex, that you're not there enough for your team, shut everybody up. This is the time. We need to see you guys firing on all cylinders because otherwise, and I have you placing well this tournament. In my in my actual predictions, I have you placing well. But you need to you need to be firing on all cylinders. Um, Navi will beat whatever bro, uh, open bracket team that they have, which could be kind of an upset. I don't know, but I don't have I don't have the meeting United in the way my bracket faces out. Question though, yeah. What if it's complexity? I have, regardless of what happens, I have complexity taking a ninth through twelfth. Okay. Regardless, just based off of the other teams that I have listed here. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I have United beating Navi 
because I just feel like United are the better team overall. No offense, Jimbo. Just the way I see it. And then I actually have Ascend going up against Pittsburgh Knights. And I have Ascend winning that. That one I think is going to be, if that even, this is all speculating. I don't know if fucking bracket's going to work out. But if that is how that bracket works out, I think Ascend takes that and it's going to be close. So then Ascend go up against the United. I have a United winning just because I think they're more established. North American side of things. Going to be tough for Ascend to beat that. But if there's ever a matchup to do it, that's it. Okay. Continuing on, we have FaZe going up against the Pioneers. This is where Pioneers drops down into losers. And I actually have FaZe beating the Pioneers. What's up, Mark? Welcome back. And then E United going up against Sentinels because Sentinels got dropped down at that point in time. And I have Sentinels beating them, which brings us to a rematch. A rematch of how things have happened for quite some time throughout Halo Infinite Esports so far, Will. I have FaZe going up against Sentinels for the upteenth time. And unfortunately for FaZe, I still have Sentinels just edging them out. I feel, I don't know if the Sentinels guys are just in their heads, but every time they go up against each other, it turns into a game five and FaZe just cannot close it out. So I don't know if this land environment is going to change things. Anaheim didn't change things. We'll have to wait and see. Sentinels are turning back into what I expected them to be. Okay. And this is why I have Cloud9 beating Sentinels, and it's going to be another rematch of Optic Gaming versus Cloud9 in the Grand Finals. So, my actual predictions. Here are my actual predictions. And then I have a couple alternates based off of what you were talking about, too, with the United. So, my actual predictions are 9th through 12th will be complexity because I truly feel you need to watch out for them. I still don't have them breaking into the top eight because of the other teams I have listed, but man, pay attention to that complexity roster. I would love if they place better than what I'm thinking they're going to. So in nine through 12, I have complexity G2 Navi and the Pittsburgh Knights. And spoiler alert, yes, that means that I don't even have Fnatic and I don't even have Space Station breaking into the top 12. I just don't. 7th and 8th, Xset and Ascend. I think Ascend make top 8. This could be... I could be terribly wrong. Our predictions are always wrong. You know? Yeah. But if there was ever an opportunity to really make a statement at this event, Ascend, you have dominated, dominated your region. Realistically, you don't have any competition over there right now besides potentially Navi. Okay? But you whoop every team that's in your way. And as we've seen in some scrim results, you are not doing that bad against some North American rosters. Now, the North American rosters that you've mainly played against have not been that great. But Ascend, I feel, have a real chance to make top eight at this event. 
Okay. So let's keep this and let's look at this real quick. I have two EU teams and the Mexican team and the Pittsburgh Knights all making it into the top 12 or higher. Okay. And that's probably better than I would ever have them if we were talking about a Halo 5 event. True. But then the fifth six happens. And I have this going a uh, fifth six, interchangeable, doesn't matter. Pioneers and United. This is where I have them stopping. Pioneers, I'm sorry, home crowd or not. The other four teams I have in front of you, I just think are better. And United, they are so. You have no fucking idea what you're going to get out of them. It could be a disaster. It could be the best thing in the world. But the reason why I put Pioneers in E United in 5th, 6th is also because they play really well against one another. And I think they're both really good together skill-wise. And how my bracket panned out, that's where they landed. In 4th place, I have FaZe. I said Sentinels, I believe, are going back into their top form. I don't think they're at that top form yet, but I think they are very much on the way to being there sooner rather than later. And like I said, every time FaZe and Sentinels match up, it goes to a game five and FaZe just can't close it out. Will this time be different? I don't know. At least in my bracket, I say no. I have Sentinels moving on. Sentinels are going to take third place. Again, I don't think, like Fang said, it's hard to see him being Optic or C9. I agree completely. They are not at their top level yet. But they've made a lot of progress. And I've been, I was wrong about Sentinels before. But man, they're just giving me those old five vibes. Just a little bit. I feel like they're getting back into that top form again. And you don't want to go up against a, a top form Sentinels or even getting close to that point. You see what happens to FaZe every time. Second and first, here we go. So uh, I went back and forth on this one, Will. Okay, a lot. But you see the hoodie that I'm wearing today. Yeah, and you said it at the beginning of the show. It's like a foreshadowing, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. But... That's, uh, we've not, we haven't seen, we haven't seen how this optic roster performs on land yet. And I've said it before and I've said it again. C9 are currently the best team in the world on land. And until they're beaten, they remain the best team on land. But Will? Hmm. These are my predictions. Okay. Oh, he's got he's gonna he's got theatrics going. He's got he's taking, he's got the yeah! clothes, he's got the optic jersey on. These are my predictions, baby! And I have optic beating Cloud9 at LAN. Fuck you! Oh my god. That's it. Boom shakalaka! Cloud9 take second, Optic Gaming take first. That's it. Oh, I've been building up to that. Oh, God. <laughs> I tweaked my neck. You're ridiculous. Got 30. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I have Optic winning. So, 
Will, I want to throw, well, before I even get to the other stuff I want to talk about, uh, the alternate, the alternate ones that I had. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only things that change are in fifth, sixth, um, I have pioneers in phase flipping really because of so that means pioneers take fourth and phase take fifth, sixth. The only reason why I see that is because potential home. Okay. That's it. Sure. Maybe they have that juice, right? And then the other one was um, if United place, if United play worse than what I think they're going to, they actually take seventh, eighth and ascend take fifth, sixth. That's a, like a pie in the sky, but I just had it as an alternate one. Um, okay. I want to get to some stats here. To pancakes thought this just turned into a whole different type of stream for a second. No, it's not. I just want, I just for, yeah, like, like Will said theatrics, I wanted to put on a little bit of a show there. Um, I want to get some stats here. The reason why I have optic taking first, we say that scrims are not everything, right? Well, they're not. So, but I do want to point this out. Optic gaming are 418 to 86 in scrims since picking up formal optic gaming were 185 and 89 in scrims with pistola. Okay. The only scrim, the only scrim that optic gaming lost since picking up formal was against cloud nine on March 23rd. And it was six to seven. Oh, so it was really close. They've won literally every single reported scrim besides that one. And it was seven to six. They, they just feel different. Will, you said it last week. The communications there, the leadership is there. The gameplay is there. They just feel like a more cohesive unit. And I really think that this is finally the time for this team to shine. But Will, I have a question for you. Okay. And I have a question for the audience at home and watching live, obviously. What happens if Optic come up short once again, this time on land? I think they remain with the same team because it has been better with formal. They have the right ideas. I think now it's less about team chemistry and working together than it is execution, right? They have the team they want. They just have to execute with the team they want. So what's the narrative if they don't perform well? Then it's got to be... Does it have to be a narrative other than that? Hey, like we shit the bed, move on to the next one. See, I'm just, I mean, from a professional standpoint, obviously that's what this, that's what our story would be. Right. Yeah. But I, I can already, I can just see it is that you have, you have these groups of people, one group where you should have stuck with Pistola. This was a bad move. I was in that camp originally. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, own up to my mistakes, obviously. And then you have the other group where, Oh, this formal move is the best move they could have ever made. Now they're just never going to stop winning 
you know, just the two separate, completely separate camps. Yeah. But if optic don't perform, you make this change, you're dominating in scrims, you get to land and you just, you don't even necessarily shit the bed, but you, 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 you either play second and you lose in a not even close fashion to, to cloud nine. You don't get second. You get something worse than that. All eyes are on them to take first this event. All eyes are on them. Yeah. Now we're in agreement that cloud nine are the best right now because they're proven on lamb. Yeah. 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 I mean, they still, yeah, they have a major championship when no one else does. Yes. It was LAN. Um, and they, they won Anaheim as well. So they have yeah. a major win and a regional win under their belt. Both were handily won. But yes, you had the phase invitational that took place, and Optic handily won that. Mm-hmm. But that was online. I, it's just a question I wanted to ask. Like, because there has to be... I don't want them to perform uh, poorly, but it's just, I, I can just see it now. I, they don't win. I can just see the headlines just formulating, you know, it's, yeah, I, I think it depends on how they lose. If they do. Sure. Right. Like if, if it's, they can't pull more than two games off of them. If it's not close, if it's a blowout, if it's a strong fight to the end, I think you can hold your head up high about that one. Right. If it's a, if it goes to, Game, game five, seven. game seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then there's no shame in that, but um, there will be, obviously there will always be questions when a team doesn't perform to expectations. And as an optic gaming member, you got to, expectations are always high, right? always high for optics. So you have to perform. Absolutely. Uh, Mark says, are they going to scrim any of the KC uh, bootcamp scrims? And do the scrims get recorded on Halo Data Hive? Because I don't see them on there. Yes, they are streaming them, Mark. Yes, we talked about it earlier on in the news. Uh, they're going to be streamed on the official Xbox Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Xbox. Um, and that starts tomorrow, as a matter of fact, uh, April 26th. So, yes, the KC Bootcamp uh, scrims are going to be streamed. Um, you're good. So then... Another question I had here, and this can be for the folks at home as well, is Sentinels and Phase. In my bracket, in my bracket matchup, I have them facing off against each other once again in the loser's bracket. Every time they face off against one another, at least it feels that way, right? It goes to a game five. And every time the game five happens... Phase are right there. You feel like they're going to be able to take it. And then something happens. And they just can't clutch it out. And Sentinels take the series. So, do Phase finally get their Game 5 revenge against Sentinels? If they match up, right? Because I don't, who fucking knows if they're going to. But if they match up, do FaZe finally get their Game 5 revenge? In my bracket, I say no. I still think Sentinels are going to win. I think they I think they have the more consistency and teamwork. Um, 
And as we talked about last week, stats aren't everything either. Everybody loves to shit on lethal stats. Well, stats aren't everything. And uh, I think you're going to see that a lot on LAN as well at Kansas City. Meaning that stats aren't everything. Another question I have here is, which open bracket teams should people be paying attention to? And I've said this week after week after week. Complexity. Pay attention to complexity. I don't have them play I don't have them placing top eight in my bracket. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're I don't think they're there yet. They very well could. They very well could be. But based off how my bracket went, I don't have them going that like into the top eight. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you, pay attention. Did you pick up your bottle? Nice. I'm telling you, pay attention to that complexity roster. To me, they are a team to watch out for. Just when you see, if you see complexity on a stream, tune in. Just tune in. You might be surprised. You might not be, but y- you might be. You never know. Will. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks. No problem. We'll ask you while you were away. Oh, okay. I said it when I was going through my bracket, but uh, the Sentinels phase matchups, they always go to basically a game five and Sentinels always seem to clutch it out. Yeah. Do FaZe finally get their game five revenge in this event? If they face off against one another, do they finally get their revenge? I don't think so. All right. No, I think uh, I think Sentinels will be better uh, collected in that moment. I mean, you still have, uh, I think Bound has a little bit to learn. It's still. Sure. Is it Falcate? Yeah, Falcate yes. is the other one. He's been around a while. I mean. It's 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 a weird thing with phase where it's like they don't make the wrong plays, but they don't make the right play. Like there's some sort of like indecision kind yeah. of like something just doesn't click. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to say no. Pancake says, I'm going to say phase doesn't get it, but I honestly don't know enough to say that it's set in stone. For all we know, they play more strategically come game five and it's enough to get them through. I mean, hey, it, it would be something. It'd be the first time they're able to do it. <laughs> That's for sure. But maybe this time is different. Who knows? Will, I've critiqued them multiple times throughout the weeks leading up to this event. G2, Fnatic, and Space Station. What happens to them after Kansas City? How do these teams think they're going to do? It's all about expectations, right? I mean, if you're putting together a roster that you expect to get 9 through 12th, you might, you might get 9 through 12th, you know. Um, maybe you're hoping they have a breakout game and bring bring eyes to the, the organization. I just don't uh, – it's one of those things where, like, you love having them around because you want these great orgs here. Mm-hmm. But you also want to see them perform and be competitive, and there's such a it's, – it's surprising at the gap that's, that exists in Halo. Right. Um. I obviously would love to see them compete at a higher level, but they, they got to get there first. Um, when contracts are up or there's other teams available, I'm curious if that's going to flip things. You never know. I mean, the top orgs are there, so it's it's interesting. Um, 
the thing that I find funny, the thing I always keep in the back of my head was remember when we were at Raleigh and uh, they played that interview with the fanatic coach, I believe it was. Um, and they talked and he talked about how they're going to build a roster of like free agents. Right. Of like the top free agents. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So clearly, obviously plans change, like things happen, whatever. But it's just, these teams, I feel, you're right, contracts, we don't know how these play out. We don't know what's included, if they're yearly, whatever it is. Um, But these teams need to go back to the drawing board if they don't place well enough in their minds at this event. I feel like we're getting we're getting more competition at the top now. I think phase if you just button up some things, they can really be a force. United as well. If you just button up some stuff, you could really be a force. KCP on the rise, right? Doing really well we really well recently. Sentinels are getting back to their form. Optic made that roster change which is shocking the world right now at least in scrims. And Cloud9 or Cloud9. It's spliced with Penguin. So there's a lot of competition that is creeping up more and more to the top. And then we have these teams where we saw them at first and we're like, oh, some veterans with some great young talent. This could really work out. Or we have these teams with some fresh new stars that are really going to try to fight their way to the top. And it's not working. It's just not working. So I have no idea what these teams are going to do, but they if they don't place where they expect to place a KC... And I, you also have to keep, if I were one of these organizations owners, I would keep in mind that you need to keep expectations in check, right? If I'm a space station gaming, and again, this isn't to knock anyone down. Okay. But if I'm space station gaming CEO, whatever, and I'm looking at my team and yes, I have all the faith in the world in my team, but keep your expectations in check. You're not winning this event. Okay. In my mind, you're not even making top four. Or top six. So are you trying your ass off to get into top eight? Are you trying your ass off to make top 12? What's sufficient for you? And if you don't hit that mark, really need to get back to the drawing board on your team at that point. And Will Will knows this. I say this all the time. I want every single team to be fighting for the top spot. I do. The more competition at the top is the better for literally everybody. Everybody involved. Way better storylines. Way better matches. Way more on the line. More shit to talk about. More Halo to watch. Love it all. But they have to keep their expectations in check. My expectations are they don't even make top 12. And frankly, that's sad. You're a partnered organization. Space Station, you got cool merch. Um, Will, last question for you. Okay. How do you think, because I know you gave your top four, how do you think the international teams are going to fare against the best that the NA region has to offer? Your Ascends, your Pittsburgh Knights, your Chiefs. Well, it's, it's the same thing we've talked about before where they don't get a lot of practice over here against the top tier NA teams and it seems like it's difficult for them to elevate their to that themselves to that level for the record they are scrimming them now now because they are here now 
two days before the event, how much practice is that really going to give? Ding, ding, ding. Um, but it is cool to see that boot camp is great. And maybe they can pull things away that they can take home, work on, and get better. Um, Do you yeah. have any one of those teams making a what, – what's the highest placing you see these teams taking? Any of them. If you what were to it? give them a place. Knights. Ascend. Ascend. The Chiefs. Those are the top three teams from those respective regions. I mean, I could see Ascend reaching 9 through 12. Okay. Possibly. Okay. It's tough. It is. It's tough because you don't have a lot of cross-comparative notes to take. You know what I mean? No, I agree like, with you, you completely. Just, yeah. I, I, I mean, I would, again, if, I, I would love to see any team unexpected make a run. Is it po- possible? Maybe if your stars align and <laughs> the light shines down on you on that day and maybe... Uh, a know, disconnect goes your way? Yeah, you know, so, uh, <laughs> controller cable comes out. Uh, oh, no! Uh, oh, you no! Know, you never know what'll happen, but it, it's, I personally, it's it's tough. I don't know. It is. Um, Legend says, I hope KCP breaks top three this event. They'll definitely have to bring their A game and laser focus. Uh, I don't see top three. They, oh man. The only chance that they'd have a top three is beating Sentinels at some point in time. And it would, that is so hard. It would almost have to be like one of those situations where like, just say for a, a phase comes out and loses both their games right away and are eliminated immediately or sentinels or something. Just a, a team team is out. Just, team just falls flat on their face for yeah. some reason. That's the only way I could see it, which is unfortunate because then you're not playing the best of the best to be the best of the best. You just kind of. Right. Yeah. And that's nothing. It's the KCP boys either. It's the, the, the fact of the matter is what we see, right? What we see when we watch these tournaments take place is that KCP have a lot of talent. They obviously do. They place very well, all things considered, throughout these events. Pro Series, uh, um, other like Anaheim, whatever it may be. But what I see when I see them play is that they overextend too much. They they know when to slow things down. They know when to make plays. But I feel that they're just like like a phase, like an E United. They just need to button some things up to be there. I, I said that they're on the rise, right? Because they are. And this is technically their home event, even though we don't have home events. Yeah. It's it's just, I don't see them top three potential right now, even with this being in Kansas City. I just don't. I think Sentinels are too good. I think Sentinels have been a team for longer. Uh, and... I definitely don't see them beating cloud nine cloud nine has to have a very, very off day in order for anything like that to happen. And I just don't see that happening. Um, yeah, here's hoping, but there's that. And then, uh, Mark says, I can't help but think that Sentinels is always playing at a disadvantage online with Royal two being so far away in Canada. If face can't beat them online, it'd be a shock if it happened on land. Well, that's not really a factor with the way the Halo Infinite servers work, because they they pick they they like average the ping out between everyone, 
So if if Royal Two is pulling, let's see, geo filters. <laughs> I'm kidding. Say he's pulling seventy ping his way. They'll find something that's like in between for everyone, so it's that like 40, 50. 40s, fifties for everyone. Yeah, yeah, or at least try to. The way the system should work, whether or not it does work, that's another question. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, man. I feel like we're going to have a lot more competition at the top this time around. Um, but you have, you have United taking third. I think they can do it. I don't know why. I just think so. So Maddie, if you're still here, <laughs> can you do like optic cloud nine Sentinels slash United? <laughs> Just take Josh's. It's 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 more realistic. No, but I like I like your idea. Thanks, Maddie. I like your idea. Oh nope. Oh fuck you. I like I like the optimism though that E United could do something like that. They, so here's the question though. You so back to what Mark was saying. Or not Mark. Back what Leg, what Legend was saying. You take E United over over Pioneers. Yes. Wow. Okay. I love what you're thinking. They, they, Man. I mean, I, I just don't. I like I like what they're doing. I, I think they... Sure. They performed well on the last couple lands. I, I, I don't know. I think if they... Like, when we watched them, when they came into, this, into Raleigh, mm-hmm. they were like... Heads down, like it's business time, and they they played very well. They did. They took second. Um, they played well until the grand finals. Well, yeah, it was Cloud Nine, and no one knew what to do with Cloud Nine at the time. Yeah, true. Um, but then they did not place very well <laughs> at Anaheim. No, and if they're touting that they're putting the most practice into the game, and it's not showing. They're going to surprise people. I don't know. <laughs> They're taking I'm dirt. just throwing it out there. No, I appreciate you throwing it out there. I love the, uh, love shakeups. And clearly they want to be there. They want to win the whole fucking thing. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I this is going to sound bad. No, go for but, it. But uh, maybe, maybe my placing is a little off because there hasn't been a uh, Spartan and Sentinels fight on Twitter. That's fueling Spartan to play harder. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so what we're saying is we need to get Spartan riled up. Yeah, get them coming in. How, how do we? How do we get them riled up in a in an optimistic way? Yeah, yeah. That's because it. people are mean to him all the fucking time uh, online. How do we be yeah, nice to him and get him riled up? We gotta get we gotta get him pumped up somehow. Spartan, you're too good at the fucking game. We're gonna uh! we're gonna we'll we'll try to we'll snag him for an interview and then we'll just perfect. Freaking, just shake them. And be like, like, You're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Punch me in the dick. Don't do that. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck we're going to do. How do you get Spartan riled up, but nicely? Hmm. <sighs> oh, I played, I played better hockey when I was angry. Just saying. Yeah. So just, there Cat. you go. Spartan Tyler, Cat. just play angry. Cat plays better basketball when he's angry. 
I know, I know all the people in your Twitter mentions, like live in your head rent, like you live in their head rent free. Like I get that, but like channel all that and just fucking take it home, baby. I'd love to see them taking third. I'd love to see them doing better than that, but I don't know, man. Wouldn't it just be the most funny thing? I mean, not for them, but like, wouldn't it be like the most funny thing if cloud nine just dropped so hard or like right away? Yeah. Nobody sees it coming and they just have a really bad day. Yeah. You don't want, I don't I don't want that though. I don't want it either, but I'm just saying Cause like, that, cause like the, the shitty thing is, is then the storyline is, Oh, cloud nine didn't make it to the finals. Whoever right, won was didn't, easier. Didn't really win. Yeah. Fuck. It'd be the Raleigh situation all over again for United. For the record, I don't think they had an easy bracket. It's just that you 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 do you you Raleigh, play with the well, hand the, you're dealt. The thing is though, like Raleigh was the kickoff major. Like yeah. this was the first real meeting of these teams. No one knew how anyone was gonna play. Absolutely. I mean, yes, there were scrims and some online stuff, but there yeah. wasn't any like hardcore land yet. This And now mm. there's been more practice under everybody's belts, there's been more scrims under everybody's belts. They had the phase invitational, the pro series. Open series, all this shit. This is the true test. This is it. FaZe being able to shut everybody up. United putting the practice to work. KCP rising further. Sentinels getting back into top form. Optic with the roster change. Cloud9 trying to remain, uh, trying to hold their dominance. The uh, other partnered organizations who have not been playing well. Them trying to make names for themselves once again. So many storylines are going to come out of this event. And daddy's excited. Maddie, we haven't forgotten Anaheim. All right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it wasn't that great. I'm just kidding. Blocked it from my mind. Oh my God. All right, well, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Anything else you're looking forward to when we leave in a few short days? Uh, getting on the road again. Uh, I can't wait to get on the road again. I'm just looking to be in the uh, in the Halo environment again. Maddie said... So what's the collective agreement? What'd you say? Optic, uh, optic cloud nine sentinels. Yeah. Take that one. You sure? Yeah. I'm keeping wheels in the back of my head. I'm just throwing, I I, I, just kind of want to throw a wrench in there. See what, see, you know, watch people freak out a little bit. Will (laughs) just likes the mayhem. Just causing a little mayhem over here. It's been a theme this week. It has. Jeez. It has. See, there you go, Maddie. Optic, Cloud9, Sentinels. In that order. First, second, third. And then there's an asterisk next to Sentinels with uh, could be E-United. More likely phase, <laughs> but you know. De nada, Matty. De nada. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for HCS Kansas City preview. I'm fucking stoked. I can't wait to see everybody. It's going to be a good time. And uh, again, I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you're there, come say hi. We'll obviously tweet out and whatnot where we are, what we're wearing and all that shit. We'll take a picture. 
You can come find us. Come say hi. I'll give you a free hug if you want one. Um, Hopefully the barbecue places stay open later than 9 p.m. Dude. <laughs> Sorry, Raleigh. You failed us on the food front. Maddie says, make sure if you see me to leave me alone. Uh, if you ever see Maddie Rums, I want you to shout, noobcombo.com. And then uh, do whatever you want after that. I just want to hear you scream it. <laughs> That's all I want. Nobody's going to do it, but I really want to hear it. Can we do a, hey, hey uh, Maddie. Oh, wait, what did he say? Maddie Fun says, fact. Yeah. I sat next to Josh and Will, and they didn't even know it was me. What? That was at Raleigh. Yeah, because I fucking, dude, I was paying attention to what was in front of me, you piece of shit. Not that you were right there. Okay. So, yeah, when I turned and saw you, yes, I knew that was you. Maddie, are you working the event? No, he's like, not. He's, he's not. not. Okay. Spectator, baby. So what we got to do is, is, is he, if he's VIP and we can get there early, we got to set up the, like, the meme. Like, what's your name? Oh, my God. Shout it from across. <laughs> yeah, shout it from across the event. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Maddie. Oh. No VIP. I oh, piece of shit. That's all right. You can take mine. Uh, I'll wear my media badge in. You're good. <laughs> oh, my God. Pancakes says, if you see me, say hi. Pancakes. Wait, you're not going to be there, are you? I thought we joked about this, that you're not, that we were going to have to come pick your ass up oh, and yeah. then drive your ass over. <laughs> you ain't going to fucking be there. Shut up. Unless you are, in which case, please. If you made it happen, that'd be awesome. That would be fucking awesome. Seriously. Just no, 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 never mind. You know, we're not making a double the time round <laughs> it trip. It's 24 hours, I think, to, to yeah. loop over. Um, Snag's going to be there. Let's go. Hey. So we know, we know Snag will be there. We know Maddie obviously be there. We know Dragonite will be there. Uh, we know Rage will be there. Brian, we're going to so excited to see you too. Um, obviously, uh, Davey Wavy. Yep. Davey Wavy will be there. We're getting the air, air buzz buzz with him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, it's going to be so fun, man. Seriously though. If you, if, uh, so far you guys are the only ones having optic win out of seven that I've asked. Does everybody else have cloud nine winning? If you want to disclose that information, I'm guaranteed everybody else has uh cloud nine winning. I'd be there if I didn't have a star Wars con the same weekend, 30 minutes from my house. Hey, yeah, it's, all it's good, hard man. to pass up. Yeah. You'll have to wait and see. Fuck you, Maddie. It's cloud nine. They all have con. Oh. Nobody's proven themselves to beat them on land. Well, guess what? We're about controversy here. Okay. We're always wrong. Yeah. Fuck stats. Even though I gave you stats, I gave you scrim stats. Fuck. Snag says optic are definitely winning. There's our, there's our watchers right there. There's our watchers listers. Come on over to the bandwagon. We'll hit you right up and we'll keep on going. Uh, Yeah. Oh my God. Want a PS5? Oh, nice job, Legend. That's fucking dope. Congratulations. Um, but in all seriousness, guys, if you are going to be a KC, let us know. Uh, hit us up in the DMs, um, or just tweet at us, whatever. Maybe we'll, we'll we look at it all. Um, let us know you're going to be there. We'll meet up. We'll say hi. I'll give you a hug if you want one. Um, and yeah, we're going to be doing it all. It's going to be a fun time. Can't fucking wait. Can't. Fucking wait. It's going to be good. It's going it, to, it, it's giving me, I mean, we're not even there obviously yet, but like, it's giving me big like outpost vibes again when you and I went on the trip to Chicago. Yeah. 
So just hitting the road, doing our own thing. God, can't fucking wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, oh, oh, The car ride's going to be rough for me. That'll be great. I'm not, I'm not good on long car rides. We can stop as many times as you want. All right. I mean Wonderful. That. Did the same thing for Outpost. We can stop as many times as you fucking want. doesn't matter to me. Sweet. I can always eat. Mm. Yeah. Well, every Taco Bell we see, we stop at. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> every single one. We'll rate them along the way. We'll take down their information. Oh, my God. Uh, Pancake says, I'll be there. Well, it's all good. <laughs> Maddie, when are you guys getting there? Uh, Thursday, more than likely. Well, Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Thursday afternoon. We're leaving Thursday morning early from Minnesota. And it's a six-hour drive. Six and a half. Yes, but we'll be making frequent stops. So probably about seven, seven and a half. Yep. Uh, Checking at the Airbnb is at four. That's what it says on the app, but I'll have to, like it says contact the host. So I'll, I'll do that here probably when we're heading out. Yeah. To know. Maybe the day, maybe I should do that to, the day before. Do it up. Yeah. Do it up. Uh, and for the record, I'm checking every day to see if I can transfer uh, the other ticket to you via Ticketmaster. And oh. it's still grayed out every time I look. Um, it usually doesn't allow you till the ticket's available to be used. Yep. That's what so, I thought. So I'm yep. checking. I'm checking every day just in case. But I just want to give you a heads up on that. Um, but yeah. We really hope to see as many people as we possibly can there. It's going to be a really, really fun time. Um, if you are attending... I know I said I was only going to say it once, but I'll say it one more time. Follow the rules. Follow the guidelines. You know what I'm talking about. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a shitter. Just be respectful to everybody that's there. Do your part. What? Damn it. Could have got like shitter stickers and if they're not wearing their mask. You can go like slap them on the back and be like, hey man, can you put your mask on? And then you know, they'd be wearing a shitter sticker on them the whole time. Oh, dude, you have, you come up with the greatest ideas. <laughs> Holy shit. You know what I'm really excited about? Sounds like we're going to get our HCS stickers. Oh, it's possible. <laughs> I really fucking hope so. I swear to God, if I'm teased this much and then I don't fucking get at least one, I'm going to be so mad. Oh man. All right, guys. Again, that's it. For our HCS Kansas City preview, we have, we have Optic Gaming, Gaming winning it. Um, our predictions are always wrong. I really hope we're not jinxing Optic right now, but uh, we just want to see more competition. That's it. XSets winning it all. There we go. Don't, don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Sorry. Oh, man. Cut that out. No. No, that has to uh, stay It's now. in. It's in. I just got to unjinx optic, you know? Maddie's going to be like, all right, updated predictions time. HCS Pro Talk has accent winning the whole thing. Ah, oh, fuck. People are going to look at that and be like, who the fuck are you guys? Like, that's Will, ladies and gentlemen. Just love stuff. Cause mayhem. Changing the grip. Fuck you. No, Maddie. No. No. All right. Moving on. We'll cut that segment there. Yeah, let's get into some regular news. MCC server incident summary by 343 Industries. I'm not going to read through it, but if you want to know why uh, in April, MCC servers took a dump. Talk about shitting. Um, go read that article. Very insightful. 
I'm just not going to read it for the context of our show. Uh, Silver Debrief Reckoning by Alex Wakeford. Again, another article I'm not going to read on this show, but if you uh, want yeah. more information on this, Will, what were you going to say? I got to watch the, I, I missed the last episode. I got to watch that when I get home tonight. Twas good. That's what I've heard. Um, you know what I will say though? Hmm. Hot, hot take here. Crazy. I actually liked the the previous episode more than this one. Oh. I know. Hot take. Crazy. And I'm an action guy. Crazy. Oh, man. See you later, Maddie. Have a great night. Love you, man. And can't wait to see you very, very soon. Um, New Halo gear is available right now. So time to look as fly as a samurai. Join us in celebrating the final edition of Fracture Tenrai in Halo Infinite. Yeah, that six-week-long fucking fiesta bullshit. Pick up some brand new gear from the Halo gear shop to commemorate the occasion. No. Halo Community Update by Alex Wakeford. The Halo TV series is the only piece of information that I included from this article. Folks have been asking about whether there will be any tie-in content coming to Halo Infinite. While it was indeed stated that this will be happening further down the road, we're able today to let you all know that Lone Wolves will feature a series of show-related cosmetic items for players to acquire. Okay. Yeah. Who knows what that includes, but, you know. Okay, back to the modes preview by Alex Wakeford. We already talked about King of the Hill, but for quick play specifically, the first hill is always consistent, but all hills thereafter are randomized. Okay, so in ranked... That's... that's yeah. It's quick play, okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's true. it's fucky over there, but if you, <laughs> you want to... Bring back that term, but yeah. if you want to play in a more consistent basis, play in ranked, and it's a static movement. Uh... And they also maintain support for classic King of the Hill settings and custom games. Cool. Land grab. At the start of the match, there are three neutral zones around the map. When a player captures a zone, it is locked and gives their team one point. When all zones are captured, there is, there is an intermission before three new neutral zones spawn. The first team to score 11 points wins. We also wanted to explore a multi-zone objective that works well on mere symmetrical maps. A weakness to our strongholds mode is triple zone layouts on symmetrical maps tend to be problematic as they need to sit along a line of symmetry in order to feel fair. Generally speaking, when we set out to create a new mode, we like to go after niches not yet filled by other modes of play. Land grab offers a unique solve here. Once a player or team captures a land grab zone, it disappears from the lever, level, level, banking one point for the capturing team. This naturally whittles down each set of three zones toward a final zone crescendo each set. Once all zones and a triplicate have been claimed, a new three-zone set begins to spawn in new positions on the map until one team reaches 11 points. So unlike Total Control in BTB, in Total Control, you have three capture points that appear on the map. If you capture one, it doesn't get locked. It doesn't go away. You need to control all three at the same time in order to get one point. But in Land Grab, when you get a, when you get a capture zone, that counts as one point and it locks it. Okay, and until all three are gone, once all three are gone, are captured, then another three will respawn. Okay? So why did we choose 11 points for this mode? Because matches progress in sets of three points. 11 points to win ensures hotly contested land grab games mostly commonly end in a three-zone set. We do, however, have specific logic to help craft a more compelling crescendo at match end. If a team is one point from victory, then two zones will spawn. If both teams are one point from winning, then the, then only one final zone will spawn and decide the match. 
The result is a triple capture zone mode where the points of interest churn and pull teams to varying locations on the map rather than stagnate along a line of symmetry. Sound good? And then finally, last Spartan standing. In this free-for-all, 12 players spawn on big team battle maps with a confined loadout and five respawns. Once a player runs out of respawns and can no longer participate, they can either spectate or leave the match without penalty. If a player gets a kill in the match, they can upgrade to a different weapon, something players of Escalation Slayer will no doubt be familiar with. The match ends when there's just one Spartan left standing. So essentially, before, people were hiding in corners of the map, banking up their respawns and power weapons, refusing to take risks, and it was boring. It wasn't going to work. But still, there was something there. Attrition's danger zone encroaching on a big level, pushing players to improvise, led to a bunch of hilarious and compelling encounters. We just needed to solve for player motivations and make the risk of entering combat worthwhile. So, we turned off all the on-map weapons and implemented a new system where we can grant players new weapons from script. It started off with something like Escalation Slayer mechanics and other variants seen in the genre, except that the typical paradigm of starting strong and ending weak wasn't going to work. The whole point was to increase combat motivation. So instead, players would earn an upgrade each time they scored a kill. Therefore, we instead implemented a leveling system that utilizes a player's personal score. Earn personal score, earn progress towards your next upgrade. And therefore, this includes, this mode includes, players now receive a level up prompt when they reach a new level threshold. Now they can choose when to take their new loadout rather than having it happen to them, like a gun game or an Escalation Slayer. Modified Attrition's AI bubbles to dispense bonus XP when a player gets eliminated. So uh, when a player gets eliminated, they drop their AI bubble in the world, like Attrition, right? Mm -hmm. In Last Spartan Standing, any players can interact with these and collect 300 personal score or three times what a kill is worth. Random equipment and power equipment come in via ordnance pods. Okay, so they drop from the sky. Equipment can be found in some interior locations. Tell me what that sounds like. On-map weapons and vehicles are disabled. And grenades are randomized each time they spawn. Okay. Each time a player spawns or they spawn on the map? So I, I imagine that's on the map. That's an assumption. That's what I thought too. Yep. We implemented measures to allow eliminated players to leave Spartans uh, to leave uh, last Spartan standing matches without incurring a quit penalty while still retaining any progress they've made on challenges. There are some challenges that may not update their progress until the game itself has completed. But if you leave early, please know that your progress will be added at the conclusion of the match. I can see that just breaking. I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. I just. That scares me. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And then playlists. We're working on rolling out a much wider variety of social experience and playlists that fit for variable party sizes. Rumble Pit, for instance, is an eight-player FFA playlist with a matchup of base modes alongside variants with a twist. This will be available on day one. This is what I'm not super excited about. We aim to rotate in playlists like Social Skirmish, Social Slayer, Team Snipers, Team Doubles, and more throughout the season. 
Some wacky game types include Ninja Slayer, Vampire Ball, and Rocket Repulsors. You can learn about those in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show. Go to the Waypoint article and read it. The one thing I don't like about that is, and I've said this before, I get it from a player retention standpoint and keeping playlists populated that they need to rotate things out. I get it. I understand completely. I just don't like rotating things out. That's where I'll leave that. Last Spartan Standing will be immediately available as the first seasonal event. It'll be available throughout the season after the event concludes, but while the seasonal event is running, all eyes will be on Breaker. Land Grab will be featured as part of the Fracture Entrenched event around a month after Season 2's launch, after which, much like Last Spartan Standing, it will remain available for players to jump into throughout the season. As with all our modes of play, limited time experiences can be added as permanent installments if they're well-received. Attrition is a good example of our process here. Many wanted the mode to immediately be added to quick play, which is happening in season two. But during attrition's event, we discovered opportunities for improvement that we wanted to address before graduating it to a permanent mode in Halo Infinite. So there you go. New modes for season two and playlists for that matter. And then probably the the big one, I guess you could say, is the Halo Infinite update for April 2022 by 343 Industries. With Season 2 locked and loaded for May 3rd, we wanted to share a roadmap of what we're planning to deliver during Season 2 and for the rest of the year. More than anything else, we want this roadmap to be accurate and reliable. Some items and dates are certain, and these are clearly listed. Others are marked as targets or goals, and they'll become more certain over time. The roadmap's timeframe will also expand as we announce longer-term initiatives. In other words... This roadmap is an evolving document, and we'll let you know when we make changes to it. With all that in mind, here is the Halo Infinite roadmap for 2022. So, new maps uh, for Season 2 include Catalyst and Breaker, one for Arena, one for BTB. You have King of the Hill, Land Grab, and Last Spartan Standing being added. There's a new 100-tier Battle Pass. The Fracture Entrenched event, um, and Campaign Network Co-op. Okay? Give me one second here. Um, and that Campaign Network Co-op as a target of late August. Okay? So not at the launch of Season 2, but late August is the target date subject to change. There are a couple narrative events that are listed, Will. The first one is called Interference, taking place May 3rd through the 16th. So right when it launches, there will be a narrative event. That's pretty fucking cool. Mm. Excited to see what that is. And then there is the Alpha Pack, which is considered another narrative event, from July 19th through August 1st. Okay. Again, don't really know what that's about. But there you go there. couple things with some target dates. Well, first, we have quality of life improvements. Those are expected in the update that's releasing with the season. Okay? But a couple more targets. Late August uh, for campaign mission replay. Okay? And there's a target of September for the Forge open beta. 
So September target. Now, again, the target dates are subject to change. So then we have season three. Starting November uh, 8th. Okay. Season three starting November 8th. So yes, all you eagle-eyed folks out there will realize that season two is another six-month-long season. So, included in Season 3 is to be a new 100-tier Battle Pass, obvious. New maps, again. New modes, again. New sandbox items. Huh. Weapons? Or pew-pews? Or pew-pew-pew. <laughs> um, new narrative events. Okay. A new fracture event. Makes sense. Forge open beta. So it sounds, when I read this, it sounds like if they're not able to hit that September target for the open beta, that they're like solidifying in November when season three launches forge open beta. But if we're able to hit this target date sooner, awesome, right? That's how I read that. More quality of life improvements. And then one for timing to be determined, we have campaign split screen co-op. So again, for those who are unaware, they are not able to do the campaign co-op all in one time. So they're splitting it into two separate sections. The first one being um, network co-op and then the second being split screen. Because obviously with the open world-esque nature of the game, split screen is probably a pain in the ass. Yeah. As co-op in general, I imagine would be. Yeah, I don't know how they're managing it, but... No idea. So there is that. Now, we know we need to deliver more content and more features more quickly. Staying true to priority zero means that sometimes we need to slow down in order to stay healthy and move faster later. But we're also aggressively looking at ways to accelerate. For example, we want to get the Forge toolset into your hands sooner rather than later so that awesome community maps and modes can more rapidly make their way into the game. To make this happen, we're targeting a Forge open beta later in Season 2. We've successfully had Forge and private flighting with a limited audience for some time, so we've decided to forego a large-scale form of flighting program and go right to open beta. With this approach, we can get the core Forge tools out to everyone quicker while also remaining focused on our core priority of continuing to improve foundational aspects of Halo Infinite. Forge will persist from the open beta onwards, evolving and growing over time. Okay, so they're not going to take it away. Okay. As we continue to improve and ramp up, please understand that all of us at 343 are fully committed to making Halo Infinite the best Halo experience ever. Indeed, the primary reason that we're extending Season 2 is to give us time before shipping another season to fully address quality of life improvements based on learnings from Season 1, as well as other data and feedback we've collected. Quality of life is shorthand for bug fixes, new features and or content to address issues negatively impacting player experiences. We'll be delivering quality of life improvements as part of season releases and as separate updates during seasons. Our player facing term for quality of life updates that land during seasons is drop pods. Okay. And much like their ODST namesakes, these release vehicles are meant to drop in hot just as soon as they're ready. Our target is one drop pod every month. 
You can expect drop pods to vary in scope and size. We'll have more to share about what's going into Season 2's drop pods as soon as possible after Season 2's launch. Speaking of which, Season 2 launch is now less than two weeks away on May 3rd. Cool. We'll have a lot more to share about Season 2, including a deep dive into its Battle Pass rewards, events, including brand new multiplayer narrative events that place your personal Spartan in the center of an evolving seasonal storyline, game modes, and much more during a community live stream scheduled for next Wednesday, April 27th, so this coming Wednesday, at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv forward slash halo and youtube.com forward slash halo. We'll also be discussing the roadmap in more detail during this live stream. In summary, we are committed to delivering more content faster. We will accelerate while prioritizing team health. You can expect quality of life improvements during season via drop pods, and you can expect more regular roadmap updates as our plans snap into sharper focus. On behalf of the entire Halo Infinite team, thank you for your passion and patience as we embark on the road ahead. We're fired up to deliver what's already on the roadmap as well as to deliver other content and experiences that we're not yet ready to reveal. But that we can't wait for you to play. From Joseph Statton, head of creative, Halo Infinite. Anything you want to add, Will? Nope. That's it for the regular news. Kind of the games we'll watch. That was a really high pitched one. That was weird. Uh, Will Berlin is being added to the rotation for control in the Call of Duty League. Sounds like Berlin. they Berlin. That's a, that's a map, right? Y- yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't remember it. Is Berlin the the one with like the rooftops? Sorry, I've, I haven't been following Todd as close as... It's okay. I thought it was I like the to. one... I could be completely wrong here. Oh, well. Yeah, there you go. So it seems like they fixed some of their shit with uh, Control. So that's neat. Because that, that was like the, the rumored third game type for the longest time, and then they just like did not work. So good to see another map being added to it. Love it. And that's it for Cotton the Games Watch, which means it's time for... Wales Adventures with the Nail Will, what did you play last week? Uh, I finished my career mode on UFC 3. Ooh, did you kick a lot more faces? I did. Oh, nice. I did. I still never learned how to submit anyone. So, yeah, I just punched them in the face until they went down. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't need a ground game. I'll just kick you in the face. Seriously, why the fuck would you care if you can literally just deck somebody and (laughs) knock them out? Uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Just, just messing around. Um, I broke like, so like the goal of the career mode is to become the goat, the greatest of all time. Okay. And you have to do like, you have to break all these records. Like, um, most followers, most like UFC events, um, like title, def- consecutive title defenses, all this stuff. Um, and I, I did all that and I was like, retire. I'm done. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, it was, uh, it was just like, it's kind of just chill to play. I got to like, it's one of those games where like, I didn't want to go try hard. So I got to dick around. I actually like 
let a few fights go longer than I should have. Just so like I'd, I'd I'd punch the guy and he'd go down on the ground and I wouldn't like punch him for the final punch to knock him out. I'd let him get back up and then kick him in the face again and watch him go down. Just just messing with the AI. Unbelievable. <laughs> just fucking kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, basically. Um, until it was finally a TKO where like you'd punch him, he'd go down and the rest like, okay, you're done. That's funny shit. Um, so yeah, played some UFC three, um, rainbow six siege still playing that with Joe. It's again, not going super try hard in it. Just a shooter to chill on and hang out and not be crazy. And I played some halo infinite with, uh, Mr. Goalie sniper in chat. Justin Lefleche. Some games were good. A lot of them were iffy. Um, we only had, we had a couple matchmaking issues where like we're a team of platinums against uh, Onyx, the diamond and the silver. Like what the fuck? And then the Onyx just overtook the game going like 30 and eight. <laughs> Wonderful. As they tend to do. Wonderful. That's, that's super balanced. Those pesky Onyx players. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm doing like a, like a tracker. I have my own spreadsheet where I'm filling out stats and whatnot so I can keep track of what I'm doing. Absolutely. Um, did play D and D if, if not a video game per se, but a, a tabletop game, a game regardless. Yep. Uh, my, my, my character is getting confident. I stole a 3000 gold piece necklace. Found out it's cursed. You're just a fucking badass. I got a drink thrown in my face. You know, it's been a great time. <laughs> so yeah, D&D. It's been good, though. It's been good. Love it. Uh, what about you? I played two games, really. Uh, some Elden Ring. Um, well, you, you, uh, we kind of talked about it where you... Oh, I'm only going to play for like an hour. And then that turns into more than one hour. Yeah. Because you find something and that something leads to another something and leads into another something, right? Yep. So that happened. Uh, that game is very good. And then uh, I also played some Halo Infinite, but uh, I played like a few games with Justin for the Tenrai event because he needed to do some challenges still. Oh, yeah, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. And I uh, actually got... So I know people. there are people who like achievements. There are people who don't like achievements. Uh, I'm personally more of a fan than not. But uh, there's... There's a few in there that I just thought I would never get. Okay. One of them, because I don't like vehicles, is uh, drive four different vehicles in a match made game. Oh. So you got to hop in the ghost, the warthog, the brute chopper, and a wasp on launch site. Launch site. So we got a launch site game. And I got, I grapple jacked a wasp. And I'm like, huh, can I go for this? I don't think I can go for this, but let's see what happens. So I grapple Jack the wasp that happened. Go. I get a ghost uh, because a guy got out of it and teabagged one of our teammates. And I'm like, okay, I killed him. And I took his ghost. So I'm like, sweet. Yeah. He just literally got out. And then, um, a mongoose spawned at our base, got in that, Mm. And then I forgot what the other vehicle was. But, yeah, I got in four. Tank beats everything. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I actually got that one. So I was really nice. happy about that. Very nice. And then the other one that I got, um, so we talked about it a week or two ago where uh, our boy, Unishek, tweeted out that the tank gun glitch 
is going to be patched for season two, which means next week on Tuesday at reset, that glitch is going bye-bye. And I know that there is a easy way to get the lasso achievement with the tank gun. And so I talked to our buddy Dom who had, who did, who did it. And, and I'm like, okay, how long is it going to take? He's like, well, if you just follow this video, it'll take like a few hours. I'm like a few hours, huh? I can make that work. I can spread that across a few days and get that done. Right. Yeah. So he sends me a video. The video is an hour long. And the title of it is how to beat the lasso campaign in like two hours. And I'm like, no shit. Like no shot. Right. Yeah. Sure. Shit. It is a step-by-step walkthrough of exactly what you need to do for the entire game to beat it. There are glitches and I don't ever do glitches in games. So it was really cool to do them and it work because I'm always afraid it's never going to work for me. Yeah. And then it did. And I'm like, Oh, this is really fucking cool. Like you literally drive a Pelican for like half the game. Nice. You skip levels entirely. It's rad. Wow. Yeah. You go inbounds and out of bounds and then back in bounds. Like the, the gauntlet where you do like the three waves before you fight the invisible dude with the sword. Yeah. You know, you skip all that. Wow. Yup. Holy moly. And then literally the coolest thing, the coolest thing will is that with the tank gun. Okay. Because with the, since it's all skulls on, you have unlimited ammo and everything too. Mm-hmm. And unlimited equipment usage. And uh, so with the tank gun, when you're going up to face Eshram, okay, you, you're going to save the pilot. You have to do the wave of, you know, you, you shoot him down. He pops up a shield. You have to destroy the thing, kill oh, him. Yeah, you yeah. shoot him. Yeah. Well, let's just say you don't have to do any of that. Instead, when you go to activate the cutscene to like spawn in Eshram, right? You go up to the console to like get hit, to get the pilot out, but obviously you yeah. can't get him out yet. Yep. And Eshram spawns in. If you literally keep pressing the fire button and the skip button of the cutscene at the same time, you just keep pressing them. As soon as the cutscene skips, he's dead. You shoot him and he's dead. Nice. So he sits there with the bubble over him. It's like his health hasn't come back yet, but like yeah, oh, he's just he's he, he's dead. He's just, he, he you you see him die, but like a bubble is over him, like the shield that he oh. would get if he was alive. And then and then uh, Cortuna goes over the com and she's like, "You did it!" I'm like yeah, I did. I'm like let's get the pilot out of here. I'm like fuck yeah, let's get him out. And <laughs> that was it. The only the only shitty part. Uh, snag. Yes. I will. I will link it to you. I will link it to you. I'll put it. I'll put it in the, in the soiva, in the soiva, the discoid soiva. Uh, the only shitty part is that the spire mission where you do the four spires, you have to do that manually. And I thought fu- so. Cause it's not like a cutscene. The it's funny a, it's a, thing. It's open world. The funny thing is that's the last thing you do. So oh, you, wow. you beat the last boss. You beat the harbinger. That is also you have to do normally too, but that is, she's not difficult with the tank gun. Um, so you do the harbinger fight, and then you just skip the credits and whatnot. You know you load back in. You do the pelican glitch again. Then you have to do the spire mission. Once you're done with the spire mission, the achievement pops. Wow! And it worked flawlessly. I was stupid sometimes, and I was scared that like I did soft lock a couple times 
because you are like breaking the game, literally breaking it. And, uh, I didn't tell Justin this, but if Justin goes for this too, uh, and snag you as well, just giving you guys a heads up, your uh, button mappings might get fucked. So like, I couldn't switch grenades. I couldn't switch equipment. When I tried to switch grenades to turn my flashlight on it, I swear, dude, it fucked shit up, but man, was it awesome. Wonderful. And you can literally beat lasso campaign. It, my in-game clock, like for game time for that save mm-hmm. was an hour 42 or something like that. So less than two hours gameplay. And then I think like total two and a half to three hours, like including watching and stopping the video. Yeah. Like two and a half to three hours total, but less than two hours game time to actually beat the whole fucking thing. Insane. You skip the entire middle Island where you fight the, the two brutes, the one in the oh, chopper yeah, yeah. and the one flying guy. You skip that entirely. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It, it, it's insane. So the reason why I'm saying all this, I'm sorry for rambling. The reason why I'm saying all this is that if you want to try to get this achievement, if you care about achievements, if you don't, you don't, that's perfectly fine. If you do care and you want to try to get this done before the reset, there's a video that you can follow. I'll put it in our discord, like snag asked, and you can try for it yourself. It is really, really not that difficult at all. If I can do it, you can do it. Trust me. I'm afraid of this type of shit. And I gave it a shot. And yeah, it's, and the best part is, is that the, the video, the guy who did the video, he didn't even utilize like quote unquote speed running strats. It was more like a, yeah, this room's probably going to be difficult. So just take your time. But as soon as you're done with this room, just keep going this way. Super simple. There's a couple mandatory rooms they have to clear out, but there's only like a few total. It's really, really dead simple to follow. So if you're interested in that, I'll post it in discord. Yeah. I'm really happy to get that done because I was scared. Um, that's why I played. Sorry to keep rambling on all good. Let's get into some shout outs. Um, I'd say shout out to everyone joining the community play day, but we didn't do one. So shout out to everyone who followed and sub during the live show. Uh, Brian with the 20 month, 21 month resub, you get a woo. And then uh dust storm with the 24 month, two year resub. Shit. Look at you dust. Thank you so much for the resub. You also get a woo. There it is. There's a high pitched one. Rage. I'll do you again. Woo. There it is. That's better. That's better. Um, happy belated birthday to Janelle, Victoria and lunchy. Happy belated birthday lunch. Hey, lunchy. I hope we see you as well at, uh, at KC. It was really cool talking to you the last time. Um, yeah. Lunchy uh, is one of the runners of, uh, AU halo, Australia halo. So lunch, I really hope we see you there. And then uh, congratulations to will, and the fighting loons on becoming the 21-22 AHA aha, Adult Hockey Association champions. Congratulations yeah, to you and the team. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. It's a long season, man. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> Seven months. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Seventh month long season. Yeah. And you guys have been you guys have been doing this for years yeah and you finally 
finally, oh man, it was that's so good. Finally had a team. So if it, I, I want to tell you, you said that I don't want to know if you're coming or not, um, oh. and I won't pay attention if you do show up. So I thought about it, back and forth and back and forth, and I ultimately decided that I'm not going to show up because I'm not a very superstitious person. Okay. Yeah. But this happened. The one time that we go, you tie that game. Yeah. The next time that friends go, you lose that game. I'm not going to be the factor that causes this loss to happen. Again, I'm not very superstitious, but I really didn't want to be that factor. So I'm like, you know what? Will's going to play his game. I'm going to hang back. I'm going to wait for the for the results. Yep. And Natana's like, oh, I wonder what the score was. And I looked at the time like, oh, it's not over yet. Sure, it was. Mm-hmm. I forget how short, like an hour, hour and a half, you know? Yeah. I forget. And and she's like, they won. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> she's like, yeah, they won. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So Vicky did corral some people to come. Yep. And... I honestly like I I we, during warmups I saw when Kayla and Casey were there right no well they they were but I only saw Vicky her mom and her grandma show up okay and I was like okay cool whatever gave them a wave freaking play part of the like we the first period starts. I get my first goal, and then I, I once once I once we got the first goal, got a little bit looser. Looked up there still, Vicky, mom, and her grandma. And like a quarter, or like yeah, a quarter to halfway through the second period or first period, there's just people up there. I'm like, ah, all right. We were already up, you know, we were up one nothing, then two nothing. I'm like, all right, I can loosen up a bit and yeah. acknowledge people. But yeah, I that the whole start of the game, head down, laser focused. focus. I was like, fuck it. This is it. Yep. All or nothing. I just didn't, I didn't want to be there and you lose. And then all I would think about is I fucking knew it. <laughs> if I just didn't fucking show up, yeah, there yeah. wouldn't be this problem. Yeah. Nope. We, uh, we came to play that day. The growlers didn't like, it was just, we, we, we got on the, we got up early three goals in the first period. We played stout defense. Um, didn't let them have good shots. We got our sticks in the way. We were on people the whole time, just no space. And the defense is what really won us the game um, because we didn't score in the second or third. We allowed one in the third, but it was it, it was just one of those games where we were happy getting it to center ice, dumping it down into their zone and letting them have to come all the way back down the ice through all of us. Okay. And we were just getting sticks on the, you know, sticks on the puck, disrupting their plays. It was a, it was a good team effort for the win. Hell yeah. So you guys fucking earned it and deserved it. hundred percent. Finally. So I got, I got the hat. I got a game puck for the, for my goal that I scored. Yep. And then uh, a week in August, I will have the cup. To oh, they do, rotate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I got to figure out something fun to do with it. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady, it and throw it across the river. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Jesus Christ. Go boat to boat. 
Why not? I mean, fuck it. You do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it up. No, no. I congratulate like, I feel like everyone does the, oh, cereal out of the cup or like sure. drink out of the cup. I'm like, I want to do something different. Piss in the cup. No. no. no Shit no, no. in the cup. No. What else can you do? Anyway. Yeah, what could you do? I'll figure it out. Make a replica of the cup. Yeah, I could do that. But it'll be nice because like I noticed all the team names from the previous winners are on it. So ours is ours will be going on that that cup. Forever. And they'll be doing the same thing what they do with the Stanley Cup where they remove a ring, move them up, and then the, a new one gets placed. So it'll be continuous. Look at that. So That's really fucking cool. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Community creations, Halo memes every day. Red.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 154 by High Tech Redneck. Go check that video out. We have Ascension, The Divergence, season one, episode two of HCS Anaheim. This is by G1. And then we have HCS Raleigh 2021 highlights montage this is by edited by lights. Go check those videos out. That's all I got for the community creations. And that's all I got for the show. Therefore, will I am, would you mind plugging the show? Of course. If you're watching us live and you'd like to listen to the audio version, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. Just to mention a few iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Pocket Cast. If you're Josh. Uh, you can join our Discord, join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show or on our link tree, tree on our Twitter. If you'd like to find us on social media, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Search for HGS Pro Talk on those sites. If you'd like to watch VODs, they're up on YouTube, youtube.com slash HGS Pro Talk. If you'd like to watch live, usually Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash HGS Pro Talk. If you want to go to HGSProTalk.com, we got some content on there as well as a link to our merchant's top right corner. And don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolve. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. Check out all their shows, Podcast Evolve, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Builds with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. All awesome shows. They're actually putting out two episodes a week for Halo TV Plus. So a lot of content surrounding that. It's great. They do a watch along and then a analysis episode afterwards. So um, I was slated for episode four. Josh might be a little later down the line. Episode eight? Yeah. For the show. Like not not Halo TV Plus's podcast Evolve show, but like the TV show yeah, itself. Episode eight of the TV show. So Yes. Um yeah, go go check out freaking Podcast Evolve. They're wonderful people over there. They are and put wonderful. out great content. They do. One of the hosts lives near us. Yes. And we still haven't Met him face to face. Besides that outpost, that is. No. Pandemic and whatnot. That's the excuse we'll use. Yeah. Colin, we need to see you. We just need to see you, man. All right. All right. That's all I got. Sick. Want to send us out? I Yes, I will do that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 232 of HCS Pro Talk. If you're watching live... Thank you for hanging out with us uh, over on Twitch. Um, if you're checking out the audio version of the show or you're checking out the YouTube VOD, thank you as well for taking the time out of your day, week, month, year. Pooping time. You know. Daily commute to the workplace. If you're in the workplace. At work. If you're heading over to KC and you're listening to us on that way. If you're... You know, just hanging out, mowing the lawn, 
planting some flowers, taking your dog out for a shit. I don't know. Whatever you're doing to listen to the show, thank you so much. It, it, it is honestly greatly appreciated that you take the time to do so. We're just a couple guys that ramble. So, and it means a fucking shit ton. Next week is another, uh, going to be another fun week for the show because it is our HCS Kansas City post show for our next episode. Uh, yeah. And I can't, I, I can't wait for that episode. I think it's gonna be fucking fun. Gonna be a lot. I, I'm excited to see what the results are. What happens at this event? A lot of things, a lot of things on the line here. Hey, and we got the, we're the only ones who are picking optic out of Maddie's group. If we are right, suck it to whoever you guys are. We yeah, got it. Fuck you all. Also, but you know, it's probably going to come back at us either way yeah. because we're normally wrong. Also not fuck you all, but I will say this. <laughs> uh, if we are right, I think that nullifies every other incorrect prediction we've ever had. Will, Will, this is, Will, if everyone else, if everyone else says, now, okay, hold on. I'm saying if everybody else is saying Cloud9 wins, okay? I'm not saying like, if there's people out there who are like, oh, fucking Ascend's winning the whole thing, right? No offense to Ascend, you're not winning the whole thing. So, if there, but without the joke answers out there, right? Or like your exit prediction, Will. Uh, the joke. It was a joke. I, I know. But if everybody else is saying that Cloud9 wins it and we are right with Optic winning it, all of our incorrect answers are nullified. All of them. Previously. Not not future. Not future. All previous ones. All of them. All of them. Because we... I will come on the show. I will come on the show, Will. Not... Stop it, Will. Stop it. You said it. Stop it. I'm trying Clipped not to say contract. something sexually, okay? Stop it. I will arrive on the show. Is it still not good enough? I will walk onto the show. Okay, okay that better. Okay, okay, That's okay, better. Okay. I will I will strut my stuff on the show. <laughs> and I will scream like I did before about the Halo Infinite no, release date no, and we say don't. we were right. You can do that from your chair. You don't need to walk on again. Oh, fuck. I'll just strut up. Be like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And you. And you. We were right. Uh, Pancake says, I thought you said it wasn't that type of stream. Look, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Just be like, I love how I don't love this. I find it hilarious. I find it ironic. I find it ironic that I say come and will your first thought goes there. My first thought wasn't there. The one guy who always makes the sexual references on the show and it wasn't my mind that you, went there. It's because you've, you've accustomed me to it. Jesus You make Christ. so many sexual You're references. You're indoctrinated on it? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. What's up, Search? Holy moly. What a great time to show up. We're about to close the show out. Sup? Um, things just got weirdly sexual again. I don't fucking know why, but whatever. Cause I said, come <sighs> not in that <laughs> fucking context. 
Jesus. Oh. You know, I, I told you earlier, I'm running on like four hours of sleep. This is you the are. like delirious, like I'm gonna laugh at almost anything point that I got to. So Okay. Let's let's just close this out. Understandable. Out here. All right. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. Search asks, Y'all gonna be in KC? Are you gonna be in KC search? Because we are. We are. We leave on Thursday. Are, are, is he? We're going to drive. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm 30. Oh, oh search is going to be there. Uh, going through the open bracket. Who's your team? I got I got some plans that can't. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We'll just, just back I'm the just, fuck out. I'm just kidding, man. Who's just your kidding. team? Also, roster lock just happened, too. Yeah, hopefully you got that in. Yeah. That literally happened, like, while we were recording. No ego, leaderness straight, uh, goat sprawl. Wait, leaderness straight goat sprawl and you. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, good luck to you. Hope to see you. Sorry, I don't have you breaking through top twelve. I already gave my predictions. Okay, it's nothing against you. God damn it! Damn it, he says. <laughs> No! All I wanted to be is to be included in his predictions! <laughs> Fuck! Alright. Let, let's let's go. Oh, you just want to leave. Okay, I'm, I, I want to go, fine. yeah! Alright. Oh, it's almost 10. Holy yeah, 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 we're getting late. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 232 of HCS Pro Talk. Again, if you're tuning in live, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been a great time. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the show or checking out the YouTube, Bob, thank you again as well. It still is greatly appreciated. If you're at KC, come say hi. I need to stop saying that word. Congregate and say hello. There you go. I'll give you a free hug if you want one. Um, we'll hang out. It'll be a fun time. Get some drinks. Get some food. Chit chat. Talk the shit. You know? Watch some Halo. That's what we're all there to do. It's going to be a good time. We hope to see you there. Guys, we'll be back next week for their Kansas City post show. But until then, see you in KC.